Hey family, it's your boy J-Rated R, and yes, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. On Pharaoh Radio family, there are no stereotypes, no discrimination. We talk about everything. There's no filters and there's no censorship. We talk about spirituality, religion, what's going on in the world, relationships, all that, and a whole lot more. So if you're looking for something down to earth or even outside the box, tuning in to Fable Radio with your boy Jay, that's where it's at. So share with your friends and your family. Chime in on Fable Radio, where you heard it here, you heard it first. I'm your boy Jay Read It All, signing off saying to all those, stay blessed, peace, and namaste. To all those that's tuning in right now to Pharaoh Radio from all over, from all over the world, across the land, across the sea, and back, and even in the universe, welcome to Pharaoh Radio. I'm your boy and your host, J-Rated R, and if this is your first time tuning in with us, we welcome you with open arms. Hopefully, you will become part of this Pharaoh Radio community and family. I hope you like what you hear. We talk about any and everything. And if you haven't had the opportunity or the leisure to really get in depth or into the show, I urge you with all due respect to start all from the beginning of what this show introduction was from the 2019 and work your way all the way up to us now. But you're welcome to listen to anything that we have to offer. This The show's not going anywhere as far as the podcast is concerned. So anyway, welcome. Family, we got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about some things that's been going on in the world, things that a lot of you have been emailing me on, telling me that you've been noticing, witnessing, hearing about, and you got some questions. So like we do our Q&As on Sundays or Mondays, depending on the day, uh, we're going to go ahead and sketch in some of those uh, questions you guys have today. Now, a lot of you love the fact that I use the scriptures. I get a lot of you commenting on you love the Bible in a way now that you never thought you would love it in before because either A, you didn't understand it, B, the church or the pastor that you were uh, denominated in terms of your uh, beliefs or whoever your pastors are, don't talk about it or talk like this. And like I tell anybody and everybody, I'm not a religious man. I grew up Baptist, but you tell me where in the Bible does it specify being a Baptist, being a Lutheran, Presbyterian, Catholicism. It doesn't say any of that in the word. See, this is all man-made. A lot of the fallen angels have something to do with that, too. We're also going to talk about people who have been. A lot of you have been telling me that you're very spiritually gifted as well. Um. I mean, when I say a lot, I mean, there's more than one of you just emailing me at different times telling me that you guys have had experience in the spiritual planes. Your third eyes are open. A lot of you are talking about you see your higher selves. And that's the kind of people I like to talk to as well as anybody who has. I like to talk to any and everybody. Um, Now, to answer some of your questions, will we be having any type of... uh, spiritual talks on things like that family in case you haven't realized i already had a podcast talking about the higher self will i talk about it again uh yeah eventually i will 
what I really want to focus though mostly on is the things that we are coming across now. And to do that, we do have to at different points in time kind of, you know, point our direction in a lot of these different talks. What I don't want to do is give anybody the wrong idea of what this show is about. And what is it about exactly, J-Rate at all? Please tell us. Well, I thought you'd never ask. What it's not about is us just spewing off at the mouth, running our mouths about a lot of jargon that doesn't make sense. Now, some of these things and some of these topics that we choose to talk about, they may not make sense to a lot of you. And I already know that going in when I do these shows, a lot of this stuff for some people is going to be outside of where they are right now. Some of it's over their head. Some of it sounds like jargon. But what I don't want anybody to do is just judge things erroneously before looking into them thoroughly. Now, you can do whatever you wish. You're grown. I, I control no one. I can only specify and tell you where I come from, what we are about on this show, and the fact that we don't care about what the outside world thinks of us. On this show, we will talk about whatever topic needs to be talked about. Most of the topics we talk about is things that you guys are recommending and referencing. So I'm only trying to react to the people because I am for the people. I'm a person myself. I'm not perfect. We don't know everything. We always tell people that. So we don't have all the answers, family. But we definitely take our time to give you thorough, honest answers. And we try to give you resources. A lot of you have different religious beliefs. Some of you have no religion per se, but your belief in itself is a religion because it's something that you believe in or capitulate to based on experiment or or experience, shall I say, or a little bit of all the above. So we don't stereotype, but we don't have no one particular audience that we talk to in that regard, in that regard. So let's talk about it. I told you guys we were going to talk a little bit more about well, we did talk about the asteroids with the with the blackout podcast. So if you haven't heard me talk about that, please check that out. But you guys want to hear more, so we're gonna do we're gonna talk about that. And as you can see, the title today is "What's Been Going On." <laughs> it's simple. What's been going on? You know, and that's what we're gonna talk about. So before we get into that or head down that path, you already know what time it is, family. That's right. If you don't know, let me go ahead and remind you. It is sponsorship time, and we got to give thanks to those who help Pharaoh Radio get their information out. Anchor and Spotify and so all the others that follow behind. Thank you. So on that note, if you don't already know, you better get hip. I'm your boy, J-Rated R. Don't go anywhere, family. We shall return after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, hey, family, you already know who it is, what it is, and why we do it. It's your boy, Jay Rated All. You are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. When you heard it here, you heard it first. Absolutely no doubt. Family, it is 2022, and we got everything coming to you this year, if it's the Lord's blessings, of course. You already know how I feel about that. And I just want to let you all know, hey, support Pharaoh Radio. This is where you're going to get the real, the raw, and the authentic. That's right, family. The real, the raw, and the legit. Like I said, I'm your boy Jay. I've been doing this for a minute. You guys who've been with me, you already know how it is and what it is. So support Pharaoh Radio. 
tell your friends, tell your family, donate, you know, get the word out. Let them know we talk about any and everything. Word to mother, as the old saying used to be. Now, to do that, word of mouth travels faster than anything else still. And that's what I suggest. If you do happen to be online, if you're still on the Facebooks, aka Metas, if you're still using the Instagrams, if you're still using the Twitters, if you're on the links or LinkedIn, as they say, use it to your advantage. Help your boy out. Help Favor Radio out. Because this is an investment not only with us, this is an investment with those who want and think alike and want to hear real stuff. So on that note, family, I'm your boy, Jay. It's a blessing as always. Definitely look out. We got a community to talk to. You know what I'm saying? We got a network. I'm your boy, Jay Reed all signing off, saying to all those, stay safe, stay blessed. I'm out. Peace and namaste. All right, all right, family, we are back. We'll talk about what's been going on worldwide. Family, I'm going to tell you something, man. <laughs> We're going to talk today. We're just going to have a good, good talk, a good down-to-earth talk. I want you all to really start paying attention to this world. You got a lot of people that think because you say something that you're speculating or you're a conspiracy, or a conspiracy theorist or... <laughs> a nutcase, a buffoon, a lo- and you should you belong in the loony band. You got all kind of names, derogatory names that a lot of you all are calling people out here, and for good reason. For some people who actually just be out here saying whatever without any doing, without doing any due diligence in their research, without actually putting their heart, blood, and tears in studying. But I'm gonna tell you something: life is more than just reading books. It's more than just logic. You could be one of the smartest heads on the planet, but if you don't have common sense and you don't have spirituality, you're going to be still, like anyone else, lost. Now, I'm not saying because here on Fable Radio, we are a spiritual-based platform who talks about any and everything. And when I say spirituality, here's what I mean, because I know a lot of people want to put me in a category. Anything animated or inanimated, as long as it has energy, is spiritual. Any topic from economics to biology to quantum mechanics is spiritual. Anything that gives life in terms of attention, energy, thought is spiritual. There is a difference between spirit and soul. Everything has some form of spiritual energy, but not everything has a soul. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of topics that I think you guys have been following me for a while. If you've been doing your due diligence, like I said, there goes that word again. If you've been researching, like I've been suggesting and recommending and telling you guys to get on your game to meditate on the word, to try to get your health back in some form, shape, form of order. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of losses that we're all experiencing individually as well as collectively. 
And if you're somebody who has a pretty good idea, a good gist or hold on what you do see in your everyday life, in the news reels, online, the talk that's going around, people's opinions, things that you have been witnessing as an individual. And if you're somewhat hip or acclimated to what's really going on, then kudos to you, my friends. Everything isn't what it appears to be, and neither is the things that are not what they appear to be. Because here's the thing. When we talk about the different events or things that are taking shape and hold or taking place in the world, we're trying to give a pretty good, damn good point of view on it. Now, a lot of you are saying, J-Rated, where are you going with this? What are we talking about? That could be any and everything. There's a lot going on in the world. Everything isn't what you think it is. No, it's not. But everything isn't what you don't think it's not. So let's get to it, shall we? What I'm really saying is this, and I've been saying this for quite some time now on this show. Open your eyes. Pay attention. Stop being so quick to think you know it all or to judge things erroneously or preconceived notions. Because if you just take a little time to use less mouth, more eyes and more ears and some common sense, you'll get further than where you are, I promise. And that's not just coming from me. Oh, no, no, no. That's coming from those before me. Ancestors, elders, you take heed to those things that they have been living through life doing and we having a learning curve, learn from them without being naive, narcissistic, boastful, or just too egotistical to hear anybody. We'll learn very quickly just what they're saying. And what is the greatest experiment of all? Experience. What is the greatest teacher of all? Experience. The greatest way to learn something is to make a mistake. But not all mistakes can be corrected if it's fatal. So what we do is we learn from those before us or during us so that we ourselves can be a little more careful in our decision-making and the choices we make. When we come back from this next commercial break, we're going to start talking exactly about what I've been getting at. And I'm going to hit right on some things that you guys need to know what's going on, that your media is really downplaying a lot on the pro- on the uh, the main networks, the newsreels of ABC, NBC, CBS. They're really downplaying it. I'm going to tell you why. So get your Bibles or at least get yourselves ready. We're going to have a good discussion, family. I'm your boy, J-Rated R. You are tuning in to Favor Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned. What's up, fam? That's right. It's your boy, J-Rated R. And that's right. You are tuning in to Favor Radio, baby. When you heard it here, you heard it first. You already know. Family, we're here to celebrate a brother that we've already been talking about. And here in 2022, I'm here to give him more clout, give him more props. And if you don't already know, well, it's time for you to get caught up and get hit to what's really going on. 
we're going to celebrate our boy Astro Bull Baby. That's right. Mr. Tony Davis is in the house. And he's coming to you with all types of information, all types of talent, gifted in every aspect, every way you can think possible. So if you've never heard of Astro Bull Baby, this brother is as spiritual as they come. Real talk. And to check him out, you can start off by going to his YouTube channel called Astro Bull Baby. Let me spell that for you. Astro, A-S-T as in Tom, R-A-L, Boo, B as in boy, O as in Oscar, O as in Oscar, and of course, Baby, B-A-B-Y. All one word. So head on over to YouTube. Support this brother. Check him out. He's been in the game for a long, long time. And I don't mean just giving you some hoopla, a whole bunch of this or that. The credibility is far reaching and beyond. So check him out. Astro Bull Baby. He's got many other types of things that he's involved in. The brother's an artist. He can draw. He's a producer. Musically, he's a singer and a damn good one at that. So check him out. Support him. And let him know. Tell him your boy Jay rated off and Pharaoh Radio sent you over there. I guarantee you will not regret it. With much love, family, it is a new year, and we got to act like, you know, we got our thinking caps on, but we got to keep our spiritual eye open as well because there's a lot of things happening. So don't be sleep with your pants down. Get the information. Support one another in your communities. Network, fam. The only way to really get it is to just do it and get it. I'm your boy, Jerry Dadaw. We want to give a shout out to Astro Bull Baby. Once again, we want to thank that brother for all that he does worldwide, globally, and locally. Coming to you from yours truly. On that note, y'all stay safe, stay blessed, and as always, fam, you already know. I'm out. Peace and namaste. family we are back and you are tuning in to Pharaoh radio where you heard it here you heard it first no doubt so family we are talking about what's been going on in the world and as i left off in the last commercial break i told you that there's a lot of things taking shape and form right in the presence right in plain sight in front of all of us that are watching news that are uh seeing everyday life as we are out and about and uh, you got to take heed to these things and be careful not to be distracted by what we call everyday life. Things are changing at a very rapid pace, some in so much of a pace that we are not even paying attention. All we know is before we know it, it's the end of the day. We go home to our family or just to our, our homes. We do what we do out of habit, eat, whatever watch a little TV, head to bed, and it's up and at it in the next day, ready to do the same thing over and over. All while these things are taking shape and form right in our in our, our, our very presence. So family, we're not going to sit here and waste any more time. I told you I had something very special for you guys. Um, and <laughs> this information, it doesn't come easy. Um, yeah, sure, you can get a lot of information like what we talk about on the show out there. But what I don't see a lot of people doing 
Now, there's th- there are those that are doing it, but and there may be even more doing it, but they're being um, overshadowed. Their information may not be getting out using certain social media platforms because you know who is in charge when it comes to these elites. Even I have to be careful on this particular platform uh, because we don't want to say anything that would offend certain powers that be. And family, that's why I say we're going to start before this month is over with. We're going to have a website up and running where you guys can tune into the website. It will be my website. Uh, And we're going to keep Favor Radio going. We're going to keep it going. And if something by chance happens to me, which I, Lord forbid, you know, but uh, no one man knows his day or hour coming upon the, um, I will have to say that hopefully we will have enough information for those of you who can tune into it uh, and have a platform to go to if, say, by chance, uh, Spotify or Anchor no longer um, is is up and running. You can still tune into Favor Radio on a different type of, um, you know, virtual um, network. Okay. All right. So I want to discuss some things today. I want to talk about China. Now, China just recently has not only been going through this for quite a few years now. When I say few years, let's just say hypothetically going all the way into 2016, 17. They've been going through secretly or as it's been kept under wrap. They've been going through Christians have been going through quite a lot of um, harassment. Things that you may have seen in certain Christian end time movies, things that you may have seen in movies being predictively programmed or projected or said that could possibly happen. Well, guess what? It's happening. And here just recently, in the last couple of days or so, people are being arrested in China. And let me be specific. Let me use the title or a group of specific people. Christians are being arrested in China. That's right. You heard me right. People are being arrested because they are worshiping the Bible. Bibles are being banned. There is 170 million facial recognition cameras being installed near all, mostly churches. And that anybody who's caught going to a church or having a Bible will be arrested on the spot. This is actually happening. They're also being beat up and harassed. Now, why would that be? No, this is not exaggeration. I don't give you guys exaggeration. I give you news. And I also don't just go by different certain sources of news. I use scriptures. I use predictive programming in movies and things of that nature to give you guys a roundabout way. If you don't like from where I'm coming from on one end, well, we can go to another end and still show you how it all connects and ties in. So no matter which way you're coming, no matter which category you want to give it, which title you want to give it, it's still all the same. Whether you want to say it's science, religion, spirituality, or just whatever. I give it to you here on Favorite Radio. We give it to you any way we can as long as it all meets up from the source that it started. We come real, we come raw, we come authentic, ladies and gentlemen. No BS. That's not how we get down. I don't have time to BS. And a lot of this shit I can't make up. I could make it up if I wanted to on my best day. 
yes, people are being arrested in China. Now we go back. <laughs> this is some real shit, man. And this is all in your Bibles, by the way. This is why I say you guys who are not really into the Bible per se because you think it's mumbo jumbo. Sure, it's been tampered with. Of course. Yes, you've had the Nicene Council. You've had the Constantines, the Roman government. It's all behind a lot of the changes. But what's behind those groups, these titles we've given these these Pope, these Freemasons, right? These men of, as uh, Supernatural the show would say, these men of letters, right? Because they're nothing but Masons. But in reality, who are they? Who are the Constantines of the world? Who are these powerful secret societies of the world with these different titles, these bloodlines, these Merovingian bloodlines, right? These Aleister Crawley peons, mainly P. Halls, right? Albert Pikes, Scottish Free Masonry, York Rite Masonry. What does it all mean? What does the British got to do with this? How does this go all the way back to ancient Kemet? Slavery. Hmm? Because it all ties in. And I don't care what title you give it, what timeline you're coming from, who was behind it, who was in power, who was related to what bloodline, what was the reason for this or that. It all ties in. All of it. Every last second. Every last thing down to its molecule. <sighs> if we go back to 2014, a lot of you have noticed this and still noticing it now. And a lot of people who have been studying their word have noticed that the Bible itself has changes in it. Supernaturally changed. Because some of you have had these Bibles since 1950, 1961. Some of these Bibles have been passed down as heirlooms throughout your family bloodline throughout the descendant the, uh, the descendancy of your family I for one am one of those people and I know from years of study that some, a lot of these scriptures have just looked like what has happened overnight you can't say well you, maybe you got a new version a revised version maybe you got no that's no maybe these are both bibles that I've been studying from for all my life sure I got new bibles of course I got different types of Bibles. You guys know that I do a lot of study and I do a lot of comparison. I do translations. You guys know that. But I'm talking specifically right now. No one can use that as an excuse and say, well, maybe you got a different version than this Bible. No, I'm talking about Bible that's been in the family for decades. The words in it are changed supernaturally. You know, you take Daniel chapter seven, verse 25, right? This Mandela effect that happened in 2014 has affected a lot of things. I'm just going to come out and say it, fam. Satan has changed a lot or altered a lot of reality. See, this is not speculation, conjecture, folk tales, pseudo, crazy talk. This is real shit going on. And the moment or as soon as some of you or most of you open your minds and eyes to the things that is going on, you'll see it for yourself. I don't care if you ridicule me. Guys who've been with me for a minute, you know how I get down. And for those of you who still aren't quite sure, that's fine too. And for those of you that are new, thinking, oh, this man's crazy. 
Well, thank you for the compliment. I'll take it. Because crazy doesn't mean wrong. (laughs) Okay, it's dismissive to say such things without doing your due diligence. But if that's what I am, I'll take it. Because I'd rather be crazy than to be a part of what's going on in this matrix. You better believe it. You better believe it. And here on Pharaoh Radio, we can always back up what we say. But we can't make you accept anything. We can't make you believe anything. We're not about belief. We're about proving what we can. And then whatever it is that we can't, well, we give you food for thought. Enough to make you think, damn, maybe there's some truth to this. Let me look into it a little bit deeper and see what I got or gather. That's what we want you to do. Think for yourself. Use common sense. Do thorough research. Don't just look up something and Google it. Research it. Compare. Contrast. Take notes. Take heed. Pay attention. <sighs> Daniel, as I was saying to this effect, is an angel. Danny L. And we know what Daniel means. If we don't, we should. <laughs> right? God is my judge. That's what Daniel means. The Dan or Den means to judge. The L is God. Means God is my judge. How is it that in Daniel 12.4, and let's read it. Let me go to Daniel 12.4 for some of you who don't have a Bible present or not using your internet. Turning to Daniel 12, chapter 12, verse 4, family. This is what we do here on Fable Radio. And let's read. Daniel chapter 12, verse 4 says, But thou, O Daniel, meaning you, but thou, thou is you, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Matter of fact, I'll even go to Daniel 5, 12, 5. But I, Daniel, looked. And behold, there stood other two, the one on the side of the bank of the river and the other on that side of the bank of the river. Now, first and foremost, this is God talking to Daniel, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. And I want you to think for a second. God tells him, shut up the words and seal the book. First of all, what is a seal? Seal means to close, to shut How are you to seal the words up? Sure, you can guess and say, well, maybe he meant take these prophecies and hide them. Well, a man can hide them from other men, but a man can't hide them from beings cosmic, such as gods or angels or interdimensional beings, because they can see certain things that humans can't in this visible light spectrum or bandwidth. So who was he talking to? And why is it that Daniel is always referred to as being wiser? What does it mean to be wiser than Daniel? Because if he is a man, what is that to compare to? Sure, Solomon was given wisdom upon a request from the Most High as a uh, gift from God. But even he wasn't wiser than Daniel. So let me ask you something. What are we talking about? How is it that God's telling a man to seal up the words of the book? even to the time of the end. 
Because Daniel is not just a man. Daniel is an angel, ladies and gentlemen. And angels can take the form of a man. They can personify. They can manifest. They can also incarnate. (sighs) Now, we're not going to spend a lot of time on that because that's not where I want to go with this. But keep in mind, we did talk about at the beginning uh, of this last commercial break, we did talk about China. China is going to be explained. Well, China is going to be spoken of all throughout the duration of this podcast. But Daniel chapter seven, verse 25, I want to read that to you all because I want you all to see where this stuff is going. Like I said, we're going to get in it. And even with all of what we're going to talk about today, I'm still not going to be able to bust all this wide open. It's just too much information. Daniel chapter 7 verse 25 says and he shall speak great words against the most high and shall wear out the saints of the most high and think to change times and laws and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and the dividing of times. Let's read 26. But the judgment shall sit and they shall take away his dominion to consume and to destroy it unto the end. And the kingdom and dominion, I'm in verse 27, and the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the the people of the saints of the most high, whose kingdom is in everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Now, when it says dominions, family. You got to also keep in mind, these are talking about powers. This is not man we're talking about. Dominions, principalities, thrones, powers, dominions, usually are demonic beings in the, the kingdom, right? But who is it referring to in 25? And he shall speak great words against the most high. Who is the he? Satan, the Antichrist, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High and think to change times and laws. Now, let's stop right there for a second. Let's go back to this Mandela effect I told you about that took place in 2014 using the CERN, the uh, Hadron or Hydron Collider, the particle accelerator that you see in all the movies like Flash on CW, that you saw in the movie Endgame when they went through quantum time traveling that they were standing on in Tony Stark's, uh, well, in the Avengers, shall I say, laboratory. You see this throughout different movies in different times. What I'm telling you is the being that we refer to or the agency of darkness, they were referred to as Satan run by the being called Ha Shaitan. Ha meaning the Satan, right? The one, the devil, right? Ha Shaitan. Put the Ha in front of it. It gives it the genuine description or distinguishment from just saying the agency Satan. You could call it that or many other names. This being has the power as it's described in Daniel chapter 7, verse 25, he would be given a power over a certain time and time and a half to be able to change the times and the laws, not just physical laws. We've been witnessing in the last couple of years, 
such as the new Texas laws of 666 new laws. We said 666 all over the place. You guys know I had podcasts talking about this. Go back to these last few podcasts and listen to all this stuff over. Excuse me. We've been talking about those physical laws, but what about the laws of physics? What about the metaphysical laws? He has the power to do that too, to a degree. Meaning he can change things supernaturally, such as the words in your Bible, such as people's memories being different, such as things that were once there, but then they're made to think it's always been that way when it hasn't. He's able to change laws. He's trying to rewrite history. He's trying to change the past to change the future. Because if he can change the way things have been put in your mind, if he can change the history of those things, if he can sketch himself or take himself out or put himself wherever he wants, removing certain things that God says or certain things God has done, which he won't be able to change all of it because he won't be given that ability. But he's doing a great deal of it right now. And the most high is allowing it. That means that he can time manipulate and time travel. He can change or alter reality, as you saw in the movie Infinity war and endgame with Thanos who represents Satan because Thanos if you go into the Greek Thanatos means death who was the father of death who was the the father of time Saturn the planet Saturn what's Saturn what is what is one of Saturn's moons called Titan where in the comic book world of Marvel is the being we know as Thanos from Titan he's a Titan not a coincidence All right. And so what I'm trying to get you to see, there was a war taking place between Thanos, his boys, and then the Avengers of Earth. Now, you'll see the Avengers represent the saints. Well, that's one way of looking at it, because they are there to distinguish these beings that are trying to take over the universe and change history as Thanos did when he snapped his fingers in the first part of that Marvel two-part series movie. He wiped out over 50% of the life on the planet. And then they all came back through wormholes in the second part because that is the Battle of Megiddo, the Battle of Armageddon you guys looked at. People came back from the dead. That's what the Bible says will happen. See how they put all this in plain sight? But that's not where I want you to focus. I want you to focus on what Daniel's doing. Who is Daniel? Daniel's an angel family. How else would he be able to seal up a book and keep it from Satan? Changing it all. That's why it says seal up these words. That's why I had to specifically read Daniel 12, 4 first. Even though 12 is after 7, I needed you to understand why. Man's knowledge shall increase. But I also needed you to understand why God told him to seal the words up. Because in Daniel 7... Satan will be given power within the last days to change things supernaturally. And your Bibles and history and everything is part of that. So if you think you know something, you're not crazy. You may actually remember it because you're not fully plugged into this matrix. See, those of you you that are plugged into this matrix, you won't be able to have recollection of these things we speak of and the bible says this too that's why this is going to be a good podcast today what has been going on in the world family what has been going on take a damn good look around you let's talk about it we know that people will be 
believers of the lie, of the delusion. This is why there is a great reset. This is why your government keeps saying reset, the great reset. They're trying to reset history. They're trying to reset things to start it over, but in a new age fashion. Daniel 7.25 just told us that. Daniel 12.4 just showed us that. Until the last days. This is these books because your books are being changed. That's why every book in the Bible can't be changed. Even the great Holy Grail. Things that have been found have been changed. Your Pope has a lot of this information in the Vatican. Hidden. Because he's not with the Most High. He's with Lucifer and HaShaitan. He's with those boys. And these plague of demons, if you were to have the set of those Illuminati cards I told you that came out in 1995, the first set, they predict all this stuff. Predictive programming at its best. Predictive programming along with prophecy, they are not quite one and the same. Prophecy is that which tells you about an event that comes before it happens. And usually that is a divine given prophecy that the prophets of the Most High have told the people to give them a heads up as to what to expect, how to deal with it and what to do to get their lives back on track with the Most High and to not be scared of these things for they are expected. Prophecy does that. Predictive programming is, yes, it's a form of prophecy, but what it does is it initially gets you prepared for it, but it makes you, shall I say, it desensitizes you with some falsehood because what they want to do is make it where when these things do finally come into play, when they finally do manifest at some point, you won't be scared of it. You'll be more open to it, more accepting of it from a deceptive point of view. In other words, you know something like this is going to happen. They give you the problem. You do the react. They come up with the solution. So they're going to show you, yes, this is going to happen, but we play a part in it happening, meaning they, not us. And they will then get you to react a certain way, but then they come up with a solution. And their solution won't be the actual solution to the problem because they're the ones that created the problem. But they want to look like the heroes in the movie when they're really the villain. You and I are the pawns, right? So we got to be careful. That's why we study prophecy. That's why we look at the signs that have been given. And there's a lot of signs and wonders right now that the Bible spoke of, not only in Luke chapter 21 or Matthew chapter 24, but all throughout the Bible. In 2 Timothy, in Thessalonians, Isaiah, Psalms, all of it talks about things that are happening in our time of now. And especially without any second guessing, definitely, if anything, or if nothing else, definitely the book of Revelations, the book of the revealing, the Apocrypha, right? That which is hidden will be now uncovered, unveiled, and the veil is thinning. So that's why a lot of supernatural things are happening. A lot of you are waking up because in the end times, which is now, such as the book of Joel and Acts tells us, in the age of Aquarius, in Luke 22, 10, chapter 22, verse 10, God is telling you he's pouring out his spirit unto sons and daughters. In the latter times, which is now, and your daughters and your sons shall prophesy. You shall have visions, see things, know things before they happen. Old men shall dream dreams, young men shall prophesy. A lot of you are prophesying now. But you got to stay with the most high clean, because a lot of these things can also be intercepted. 
by those who have a taste or know the future as well, such as the dark side, because they have their hands in the tablets of destiny. We're not going to talk about that today, family, but there is a tablets of destiny. And it's spoken of in your Emerald tablets. It's spoken of in the Sumerian tablets. Um, and it's even mentioned slightly in your Bible, which they call the book of life. But that's a different day's discussion. Like I said, it's too much to talk about. These plagues of demons, as you may see on these Illuminati cards, that's what's going on with people. Okay. Um, as the fifth wall breaks, the demons we sought to hide will no longer be hidden. This is coming from the elites. Now, I get my information from very valuable sources, the Bible being the first. Okay. Uh, and then the dark web has some things on it. There's some people who are in the inside that are risking their lives to spell these, to get these things out. And you compare it with Bible. If it matches with Bible, it's real. If it doesn't, well, you leave it to see if it resonates to see if it does come about. If it doesn't, you don't worry about it. And I'm quoting something here. As the fifth wall breaks, the demons we sought to hide would no longer be hidden. The public would deny its existence and call it mental illness, which is what they've been doing all this time anyway. Though not entirely fanfare thinking, it is not demons who do. Is it not demons? I'm sorry. Is it not demons who in who do indeed provoke mental illness? This is a codex code called the Great Plague. There are a lot of people seemingly losing their minds, acting out in a very beastly manner, very inhuman. Right. And a lot of that is because there is a plague of demonic activity taking place on Earth. Portals have been opened. Doorways have been opened. Gates have been opened. These beings or these unclean spirits have been on the uprise and they're running amongst us. And people who are open to these beings with no seal of protection, with no spiritual foundation, with no conscious awareness or peons, puppets, easily manipulated and possessed by these beings or heavily diabolically influenced by these beings and they're losing their minds. But a lot of that comes from technology that's demonic as well, such as mind control, 5G radiation, low radio wave frequency modulation, direct energy weapons that the government has in its control. Yes, these things are not folktales or sci-fi. This is real, factual information. I'm giving you. Take it for what it's worth and then look into it for yourself. Look at the signs around you. Stop thinking everything's a conspiracy family. And read Isaiah chapter 8 verse 12 when you start calling somebody a, conspira a conspiracy theorist. If you need to know what it really says, read it in the New International Version. I'm giving you the okay to do it, but keep your King James on hand. Because I don't really go too many versions outside of King James. But if I had to, I would go in New International at best, at best. All the other ones, I just don't even mess with. And I have, I have studied out of a lot of them. And they say things that are totally way off, totally false. And again, they're all English. So what do you need to keep hearing something different in English if you're just trying to learn translations? That's BS. Use your head. Get you a lexicon. Learn the words. 
learn them as close as you can, because even some of the original translations have been misinterpreted on purpose and watered down. But you're going to get more of the truth doing that than you will if you just go into somebody's church or take somebody's word for it or not read and study for yourself. I'm just giving you a heads up. We'll talk about Whoopi Goldberg later, but that sister is definitely a pawn. She's a distraction they're using. She's somebody that they want to use for melanated people to stay in check. Melanated meaning people of uh, darker hue, such as uh, Africans or anybody of the darker complex complexion. Okay. And (laughs) we know her birth name is... uh, Karen Elaine Johnson or yeah, Karen Elaine Johnson or Elaine Karen Johnson. Karen is a name that we need to talk about in at some point in this podcast and we will. Whoopi Goldberg is also 66 years old. Now I was given that information by someone the other day and um, wow, I tell you, when I look at these things, it's very powerful. Luke 21, verse 26. You guys hear me quoting that quite a lot. So you already know Luke 21, 26 is, uh, is, is the real deal with me. All of the Bible is, though, family. We don't just take one or two scriptures here and there. We look at the entire Bible. Okay? Yeah, you can throw at me all day. It's been tampered with. Hell, I've told you that. I've told I tell you that a lot. That don't mean there's no excuse for you not to still look into it. Read it dissect it break it down right that's what i tell you to do this stuff for i want you all to get acclimated with your stuff in your face not keep looking all over the place that's out of order you need order but what does luke chapter 21 verse 26 say let's go to 25 hell what does luke chapter 21 verse 25 say family let me go to it can't turn as fast as I can give you the scriptures. <sighs> Some of you've been there. I'm just still getting there. All right, here it is. Luke chapter 21, verse 25 says, And there shall be signs in the sun. Let's pause. Signs in the sun. Remember, I told you guys in the last podcast, we talked about solar flares. Hmm? I told you all about this when we were talking about the global blackout. I told you about the charts and the times. If you follow the Bible correctly, you will be dead almost accurate as everything. Man knows not the hour of the rapture, but he knows the season. The time is near. The time in which these things are to take place. I'm just giving you signs and wonders. The signs are there. You can look up and see for yourself. You can look online and look at what Tesla did with the sun, with the sun, artificial sun. You can look at what China did a few days ago saying it was just a rocket, but a rocket doesn't look like that from a distance. They did the same exact thing that um, your boy Elon Musk did with Tesla. And this is called Tesla because it's of Nikola Tesla's information and technology and discoveries and work that he had did. And yes, we will be talking about Nikola Tesla today, but let's stick to one thing at a time. Right there in Luke chapter 21, verse 25, I haven't even read into the whole thing yet, but it started off saying and it starts off saying. Men's hearts failing them for fear. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm reading verse 26. Let me go back. Verse 25 says, and there shall be signs in the sun. What are the signs in the sun? Solar flares. 
I gave you information. If you don't remember or recall that, I'm not going to regurgitate that right now. Go back to the Global Blackout podcast and I tell you exactly what you need to do to know that. All right, let's continue reading. Verse 25. And in the moon, so also in the moon, I told you about the moon fall movie, why they putting that out there. And in the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring with perplexity, complications, family, difficulty. People are distressed in all the nations. It says the earth distress of nations. Now, verse 26 says men's hearts failing them for fear. That's how bad this is getting. That's how much they're going to end up seeing things that bring fear into their hearts. It continues to say, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. That means whatever is coming is on its way here. Something big, something devastating. We just talked about in the verse before it, in verse 25, things that are in the heavens, which such as what? The moon, the stars, the sun. But what about it? All throughout these different tribulations and prophecies we keep reading in Revelations and the four Gospels and all throughout the Bible, it keeps referring to the cosmos, right? The stars, the heavens, the space, the sky. What is it that we need to look up and see? Those are part of the signs and wonders to let you and I know the time we're in. This isn't just some every 20 years, every decade, every century, something like this happens. Sort of similar, yeah, but not like this. This shit is right in your face. And excuse the language, but you know I keep it real, I keep it raw, I keep it authentic. But I want you all to know the, 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 the sincerity, the veracity, and the seriousness of what I'm saying to you. Don't take my words and just play with them. Take them serious to heart. And if you don't take me serious, at least take the words in this book serious and then do your own comparison. A blind man can see what's going on more than some of you can. So stop playing. This is not a game. People will be in fear of what's coming upon the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Now we could take that word powers because this once again is referring to principalities. Could be referring to celestial abodes, planets, angels, stars. And some angels are referred to as stars. Right? You and I are even star beings. That's why we have an astral spiritual body. Astral meaning from the stars. Right. Because we have stardust and all that's in us. You know, we do a lot of uh, DNA. You go and you'll find that your body is composed not only of things of the earth, but of the heavens. But that's not what we're focusing on. Luke 21, verse 25 through 26 says this. And so does Matthew 24 and all that jazz. 25 verses through 29, 20, the verse 25 through 29 in Matthew 24. I'm giving you guys scriptures. You can read this in your own time. We got a lot to cover today in a very short period of time. Now, let's talk about this Karen. Let's talk about this Karen 
personality. Karen is a term that we use for people who like to spaz out in the female department. And usually, no diss or disrespect to any ethnicity, because we're going to talk about all forms of people. But usually you see this predominantly in white women or of the Caucasian persuasion. But a Karen can be anybody of any color, of any ethnicity. And there's a reason why we call it Karen. Not just picking on anybody with the name Karen or just calling people Karen for the hell of it. No, there is a actual agenda and I'm giving you real information. It's called the care, K-A-R-E. Demoniac, demon, right? You know what a maniac is? Well, what is a demon? A demon is the, the, is the, the greatest of all maniacs. They're chaotic beings. They have no mercy. They're not from that type of, they're not cut from that cloth of the divine. These are pure, chaotic, symbiotic beings. They come from dark matter, the plane of chaos. All right. So the care demi, uh, demon, uh, demoniac. Oh God, I can't talk. Demoniac, okay. The care demoniac apocalypse is what that's called. Now, where am I getting that from? I told you there is a certain group of beings who don't hide anymore what their agenda is, but you have to have access to the dark web for some of this. Now you say, well, how do you know that could be anybody? Because all the things that have been put out there in this information concurs not only with the Bible, but these are things that have happened before they happen. That's how I could concur with that. That's why I'm reading it. I will not reveal those sources of that information to keep other people safe. But people are risking their lives to do so, including me to a degree, because I'm trying to give you guys information that you can use to go along with your Bible to help you further and better understand your scriptures. Since you won't read your Bibles on your own time, not all of you. And I'm only referring to those of you who who I'm speaking about. And that could be any and everybody. So it's still one, there's no particular people I know enough to say this about. This could be anybody that's listening and just doing what I'm saying. If you're not doing this, it's not for you. But those of you who do not read your Bibles, who do not take it seriously or give excuses as to why you can't understand interpretations, but you take time out to look and support foolishness. You know, you support debauchery. You support sexually immoral acts. You support material things. But you love God. You love the most high. Whatever name you want to give the creator. You love this being. You love Bible. You go to church. But you can't even give me something out of your own volition that you've learned from this Bible. I'm talking to those who do this. Not to those who don't. And I'm not biting my tongue. Because there's no filters on my show. And I'm not saying this out of hate. I'm not saying this out of being picky derogatory. I'm not denigrating anybody, degrading anybody, insulting anybody. So if you are insulted by this, maybe it's your own ego that's bruised. It's not I. And I'm now better than you. I got flaws too. So I'm not coming off as if I'm better. I'm not saying that I can, I'm better than anyone. So do not try to use that as an excuse because I have my own things I need to work on. And I tell you plenty of times for those of you who tune into me all the time that know J read it all. It's flawed. (laughs) And I don't have a title. I don't go by titles. I don't have an ego about none of this. But I take this shit serious. Okay, no, you're not. You don't got to be me to do that. All you got to do is care. Care without being caring. 
Okay, and that your name, Karen, doesn't mean you're a bad person. I'm talking about the frequency, Karen. That's what this is. This is a frequency I'm about to tell you. The care demoniac apocalypse. This is coming from the very global elites who put this out there to certain people. The care, K-A-R-E-R-A-R-E-N, the K-R-N. When you say the K-R-N, say it fast. The K-R-N is Karen, 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 Karen. See now? So the Karen, which is the phonetic way of saying this, this is a reference to the 5G because the 5G plays a part and this is a frequency modulator. That's why they're pushing it because they not only need it for AI to run the planet, not only do they need it to go with the 40 or 100 plus more satellites they keep putting around the planet for outer net, meaning the whole entire planet will have internet access. They need it as a low, weighty, a low radio wave frequency. Keywords being low radio, low frequency. Those are the keywords, low frequency. Because what operates on the lower frequency bandwidth? Demonic activity. That's why you always keep saying or hearing me saying we must raise our vibrations. Vibrations or raising means to raise your level of frequency spiritually. Vibrate higher. Because when you vibrate to a higher frequency, all the lower extremities or frequencies cannot operate or even live or survive on a higher frequency. And this is why when your body family is at a low frequency through your brain megahertz, you're more susceptible to death, sickness, pain. All these things operate on lower frequencies. What else operates on a lower frequency? Parasites who operate on lower frequencies feed off of the frequency of the entity or the host that they're living off of. What attaches itself or latches itself unto you in the spirit plane? Lower demonic parasitic entities because they operate on a lower radio wave frequency. Who is the prince of the air waves? You guessed it. Hashaitan and his boys, the principalities, the powers, the dominions, the beings of the air spirits so raise your vibrations come out of sickness because it can't survive if it's low it will get you if it's high it doesn't even exist to you they have a Karen 5G is part of the Karen frequency it's part of the plague of the demons the frequency in which these things are happening through direct energy weapons, satellites, also spew or open wormholes for the demonic frequencies to operate. Now that we have the actual beings on the planet, it's just like the movie The Box with Sandra Bullock. Notice how people just snapped and went crazy and they'd see something that only they could see and they, it was whatever they feared and then they went crazy. They literally lost their damn minds and would commit suicide. That's the Karen frequency you guys were looking at. That's part of the 5G, part of it. That's also what the plagues of demons looked like. That's what you were seeing in that movie. And if it's still on Netflix, I urge you to look at it. Now we got to move on, family. 
Who are the kings of the north and south? Well, let's go to our book of Daniel. Oh, we're going to have a good show today, family. I promise you. Just let me work. Let me work, baby. I'm going to do this for you. Let me work for you. Because I want you guys to get this, man. The spirit's been hitting me hard lately. I've been getting a lot of downloads. I've been talking uh, to like-minded individuals. My uh, my mother and I have been having some deep talks. You know, um, many of you and I have been having some deep talks on the emails. Um, you know, my lady and I have been having a good talk. My sister and I have been having a good talk. And I, I mean, <laughs> family. Regardless of what I have been telling you guys on here. Right. I need you all to tune in to what's really going on. I need you to get him. <sighs> Who are the kings of the north and the south? Who are they? Well, if you read the book of Daniel, chapter 11, verses 2 through 20, you'll get an idea what that is. You're going to hear a lot of Daniel coming out of this podcast today because Daniel was on it. Daniel was right in your face. I want y'all to, y'all going to love Daniel by the time this shit is over with. Or you're going to hate him. It's going to be one of the two. You're going to either serve one or hate the other. And I ain't saying serve Daniel. No, we're not talking about that. The Bible tells us. You know, when we worship the the most high, if we're sticking to the Bible, if we're sticking to the Bible, that is family. A lot of you be like, man, you really on it. Matthew chapter six, verse 24 tells us no man can serve two masters for either he will what? He will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Am I right? But ye cannot serve God and mammon. God of material or wealth. That's what mammon is. And mammon is a God. Mammon is also referred to many names in different religions, such as the Pistis Sophia or the Nagamati as Yaldabaoth. But we're not going to talk about that. Or Satan. Right? <laughs> or Samael. And it's no wonder that Uncle Sam, who represents America or the money or the wealth, Sam is short for Samael, the snake, or another name for Hashetan. (laughs) So, again, let's get back to who these kings of the north and south are. Remember I told you guys there's a battle of darkness within the kingdom of darkness? Not only are they battling the the, the kingdom of light, right? They're battling within their own kingdom. For control and whoever wins to usher in the Antichrist, right? You got the Golden Dawn versus the Order of the Phoenix. Okay, the Golden Dawn versus the Order of the Phoenix, both kingdoms of darkness, and they're in competition with one another to whoever side of things is being done more effectively and more efficiently will be the ones to help usher in the Antichrist. At the end of the day, they're all going to work together. But keep in mind, in the prophecy of the Bible, it says that Satan's own army will be turned against him. His own people will turn against him. Ah, 
But we'll talk about that later as we get more deeper into the show. But what we want to discuss right now in the book of Daniel, chapter 11, verses 2 through verse, uh, verse 20, verses 2 through 20 is the kings of the north and the south. Because you're going to hear a lot about that today as we move further into this podcast, what the north and the south is. I just gave you a hint. Keep also in mind Lucifer versus Ha Shaitan. Lucifer versus Ha Shaitan. Lucifer versus Satan. A lot of you've been told and thought they're one and the same in terms of being the same entity. You tell me and show me in your Bible where that is true. Show me and tell me. Because yes, there was a serpent in the beginning of Genesis. We read in Isaiah 14, 12, how Lucifer fell from heaven like lightning. But we also read in Revelation chapter 12, the serpent, the devil, who's also known as the dragon, but we don't know his name. He never gave us a name. They never say a name. And Satan is not the name of the being that we call Hashetan, right? Because Satan simply is a devil, it means adversary or the accuser. There's many different devils. There's many different demons. There's many different things that work in the same kingdom of darkness. They just go under the same agent name as Satan. <laughs> so I hope you guys are getting it. I kind of explained the whole Lucifer and Satan thing. I was very hesitant at first in doing that because a lot of you are just now coming fresh into this information, especially biblically. I didn't want to confuse you all because a lot of you will disagree with that. And that's fine. I don't have time to try to prove to everybody this. I mean, the information is there. I'll give you the source. I give you the resources. I show you and tell you why. I say it in the translations all the time to each their own. Okay, but we have to get as much information as so little time because the days have been cut short. And this is why time is speeding up and a whole day seems like only a few hours. So we don't have time to keep trying to appease everybody's um, ego here. I'm not here to do egos anyway. I'm just trying to give my people what they need so that you guys can thrive as well as me and others. Because all of us are in this together, whether we know it or not. In the book of Daniel, chapter 11, chapter 11, verses 2 through 20, we're going to read it. And then after we get to a certain, we got about 10 minutes of this segment, we're going to have our next commercial break. And then we're going to continue our show as normal. And chapter 11 of verse 2 of Daniel says, And now will I shew thee the truth. The meaning you, the truth. Behold, there shall stand up yet three kings in Persia, and four shall be far richer than they all. And by his strength, through his riches, he shall stir up all against the realm of Greece, uh, Grecia, which is Greek. And a mighty king shall stand up that shall rule with great dominant, I mean dominion, and do and do according to his will. And when he shall stand up, his kingdom shall be broken and shall be divided toward the four winds of heaven and not to his posterity, nor according to his dominion, which he ruled for his kingdom shall be plucked up even for others beside those. And the king of the south shall be strong in one of his prince princes, and he shall be strong above him and have dominion. His dominion shall be a great dominion. And in the end of years, they shall join themselves together. Ah, for the king's daughter of the south 
shall come to the king of the north to make an agreement. Who are these kings of the north and south? And who is this daughter? Is this Babylon we're talking about? Hmm. But she shall not retain the power of the arm. Neither shall he stand nor his arm, but she shall be given up. And they that brought her and he that begat her and he that strengthened her in these times. But out of a branch of her roots shall one stand up in his estate, which shall come with an army and shall enter into the fortress of the king of the north and shall deal against them and shall prevail. Mm. And shall also carry captives into Egypt, their gods with their princes and their precious vessels of silver and of gold. And he shall continue more years than the king of the north. So the king of the south shall come into his kingdom and shall return into his own land. But his son shall be stirred up and shall assemble a multitude of great forces. And one shall certainly come and overflow and pass through. Then shall be he return and be stirred up even to his fortress. Now, I'm going to go more into this. But as we continue to read or as you continue to read, because I may just let you all read that. Who are we talking about here? Now, in order for me to really give it to you the way you need it, I got to continue to read this. But before we do it, I want you all to start asking yourself again, who are these kings of the north, kings of the south? If you read what I'm telling you to read, it will make more sense. You'll start figuring it out the more we talk. So, family, why don't we go ahead while we're at it and go ahead and take our last commercial break? And on that note, we shall return after these messages. So don't go anywhere. Do what you need to do during commercial break. Because when we come back, I want to continue reading off the last verse. We're going to read all the way to 20, as I promised. It's very pertinent that you get this. Daniel chapter 11, verse 2 through 20. And we left off on verse. um, We go back to where I was at. We left off on verse 9. I mean, Scott, we left off on verse 10. So we will start 11 and go on up to 20. So we only got nine more verses, fam. So I'm your boy, Jay Reed at all. We're going to take our last commercial break. Don't go anywhere. We will return after these messages. Stay tuned. family we are back thank you all once again for tuning in with your boy here on Favor radio it is a pleasure 
we are talking about what's been going on in the world. And so far, family, we've only gotten into a small particular conversation about these things. But um, but of course, there's much more, much, much more in store. Um, so, you know, briefly, we've watched. Um, well, we, we're not watched. We've read <laughs> and talked about the things that are going on, why they're going on. And we left off in the book of Daniel, chapter 11, verse 10. Now we have to read 11 to 20. So let's go ahead and do that. I hope everyone is comfortable out there. I hope you all are feeling the vibe because that's all I want for us is to feel the vibe. Family, if we don't ever open our mouth, speak on our truth, stand on our square, say what we feel and do what's right, then what is the purpose, man? What is the purpose? You know, I've read a lot of your emails. And by the way, we will be having our Q&A on Monday, uh, family. I'm so sorry that, uh, you know, so much going on. <laughs> But if we don't say how we feel, and, and I've been reading your emails, you know, you are all passionate. You're a very, very passionate people. A lot of you have a lot I can tell that you've been holding in. And I don't know you personally. So for me to say that, I just get that vibe from a lot of your letters and all oh, your emails. I mean, so because, you know, Internet is transcendence. It's energy. So I always believe the intent of what you put in your words transcends and transfers uh, as a translation into or through internet. And, it, and we will talk about the internet because it actually is a gateway. All right. All right, family. So let's stay on uh, subject here. Daniel chapter 11. We're on verse 11, starting now. And the king of the south shall be moved with Charler and shall come forth and fight with him, even with the king of the north. Let me read that again. And shall come forth and fight with him even with the king of the north who's fighting with who the king of the south all right now i'll continue and he shall set forth a great multitude but the multitude shall be given into his hand and when he have taken away the multitude his heart shall be lifted up and he shall cast down many ten thousands but he shall not be strengthened by it for the king of the north shall return and shall set forth a multitude greater than the former and shall certainly come after certain years with a great army and with much riches. And in those times there shall many stand up against the king of the south. Also the robbers of thy people shall exalt themselves to establish division, but they shall fall. So the king of the north shall come and cast up a moment excuse me, cast up a mount, sorry, and take the most fenced cities and armies of the south shall not withstand. Neither his chosen people, neither shall there be any strength to withstand. But he that cometh against him shall do according to his own will, and none shall stand before him, and he shall stand in the glorious land, which by his hand shall be consumed." He shall also set his face to the he shall excuse me. <laughs> he shall also set his face to enter with the strength of his whole kingdom and upright ones with him. Thus shall he do, and he shall give him the daughter of women, corrupting her, 
but she shall not stand on his side, neither before him. After this shall he turn his face unto the isles and shall take many, but a prince for his own behalf shall cause the reproach offered by him to cease. Without his own reproach, he shall cause it to turn upon him. Then he shall turn his face toward the fort of his own land, but he shall stumble and fall and not be found. Then shall stand up in his estate a raiser of taxes in the glory of the kingdom, but within few days he shall be destroyed, neither in anger nor in battle. Now, if we continue to read all of that throughout that entire chapter, all the way up into 12, we're going to see a whole lot of things that's taking place here. A lot of transgressions. We're going to see a lot of battles. What are these battles? Who are these battles? But what we want to know is the kings of the north. Now, in the Sumerian tablets, you have a being called Enlil. And Enlil was part of a triad which also included on one of the names of the beings in the triad and Inki, his brother. These three deities together were the embodiment of all the fixed stars in the sky. On um, was identified with all the stars of the um, equilateral sky and Lil with those of the northern sky and Inki with those of the southern sky. Now, who are these beings? They're different entities in different uh, different cultures, right? In Egypt, it's the Set versus Horus, which is also the biblical Lucifer versus Hashetan. Now, on August 21st of 2021, there was a Jerusalem wildfire. There's a lot of forest fires taking place here. But Hashetan is an alliance with Apollyon that you read about in Revelations chapter 9. Now, there's an ancient Sumerian drawing of Hashetan, right? The serpent cult. And the Sumerian cult is called the Anunnaki. That's who this serpent cult of Hashetan is. Imprisoning the biblical Lucifer and his false Elohim. That's in Revelations chapter 17, verse 16. Let's go to Revelations chapter 17, verse 16 and read it. And it says in Revelations chapter 17, verse 16. And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore. And shall make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. The Revelation chapter 17 verse 16 basically denotes the fall of the biblical Lucifer, also known as the great whore, Babylon, and head of the mistress of the false religion. Rome, the Vatican, the British, the Eretz, well, the, Arista, the aristocracies, right? And this aristocracy was foreshadowed when Jezebel was the one in the depiction as being the one to be devoured. Hashetan 
found a more vote more valuable resource ally with Apollyon. And if you look up and Google this, Google Global Order of Satan, you'll see a emblem or a sigil or even a depiction, a picture of a horned deity in a circle. Right. The Baphomet symbol. You'll see the Baphomet uh, goat on his forehead. You'll see the tubal of Cain, which is that that anchor that looks like Facebook, along with the meta symbol, which is the infinity symbol right underneath it. Same symbol. Right. You'll see all of this and it will be in our banner called under a banner called Global Order of Satan. Now. What you just read in the book of Daniel, chapter 11, verse 2 through 20, if you read chapter, if you read the same chapter, verse 25 through 28, you'll see the most high even said the most high being God for a lot of you. The most high even said that not only will the biblical Lucifer be betrayed by Hashetan, the Satan or the devil, right? The dragon. He will also be betrayed by his own court and consorts, those who eat at his own table. Let's read. Let's go back to Daniel chapter 11, family, and go back to where we left off, which was 20. And let's read verses 25 through 28 in the book of Daniel. See, I told you this is right in your face. Now. Let's take a little small time to look at the movie Endgame. Who was Thanos? Thanos, in this case, would have been, um, <laughs> in a sense, he would have been the army of Satan, but he would have been Lucifer also. Now, look at the people that were supposed to be on his side that betrayed him. Gomorrah, that's in Sodom and Gomorrah. Gomorrah betrayed him, his adopted daughter. She tried to have him killed. He ended up killing her for the soul stone. And then look at his other daughter. She ended up taking sides with the Avengers. Hmm. Even the younger version of her, they got killed. That doesn't count. But the actual version, the older version, took sides with the Avengers. This is what we're going to read about in the book of Daniel, chapter 11, verse 25 through 28. Verse 25 says, and he shall stir up his own power and his courage against the king of the south with the great army. And the king of the south shall be stirred up to battle with a very great and mighty army, but he shall not stand for they shall forecast devices against him. So even in his own regime, right, his own army, great as it may be, his own army will forecast devices to go against him. They're plotting something to go against him. So let's read what that is. Verse 26 says, yea, or yeah, not yea, yeah, they that feed off the portion of his meat shall destroy him. That's why they always say, never bite the hand that feeds you. Well, the hand that's feeding these are biting them, right? It says, 
portions of his meat shall destroy him, and his army shall overflow, and many shall fall down slain. It means as big as his army is, there's still going to be a lot of them to go down. Verse 27, and both these kings' hearts, both these kings' hearts shall be to do mischief. That means they're both the south and the north are going to end up battling. Well, not even that. That means that the powers that's in, that's in this, well, yeah, it is the north and the south. But both these kings that are working together, both of them have the seed in their heart. So they can't even be trusted. Let's continue. And both these kings' hearts shall be to do mischief, and they shall speak lies at one table. That means they're all under the same table, and they're telling lies. But it shall not prosper, for yet the end shall be at the time appointed. I mean, no matter what they do to change whatever, what's been due for them in prophecy is still going down. Then shall he return into his land with great riches. And his heart shall be against the holy covenant and he shall do and he shall do exploits and return to his own land. Now, <laughs> family, you just read in verse 27, they shall speak lies at one table. This is talking about Lucifer and Satan, the forces that work with Apollyon. We read this all throughout the Bible many a times where God would turn Satan's own army against him. That's even in Revelations as well. So Satan is terrified. And we know he's terrified because he knows his time is short. That's in Revelations chapter 12, verse 12. They also know that they can't stop 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 10. Why? Because it says this, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the words that are therein shall be burned up. Now, these beings, these elite, elite globalists or these Satanists or Satan, they're going to tell you global warming, climate change. Is there not already that we were back in September of last year? I want you to see this, how Bible, this is how Bible prophecy works right in your own Bible. You guys don't see this. I told you we're going to have a lot of talk about the book of Daniel today. Did they not already report that the Euphrates River has dried up? Did they not say that? You can Google Euphrates River dried up. Heat dried it up. Just first time it's ever happened, right? Well, what else tells us that? I'm not shocked. No, I'm not shocked. Because the whole time you've been guys watching the news with all the plagues, the diseases, the famines, the earthquakes, the rumors of wars. Signs and wonders in the sky and the heavens, that which is coming, asteroids on the way. This is all in the Bible, fam. 
every last bit of it in, in, in these orders. Right? Now, if the Euphrates River don't rock your boat a little bit to get you waking up to see this is real, I don't know what will. Let's go to Revelation chapter 16, verse 12. Revelation chapter 16, verse 12 says, And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the earth. Oh, I mean, excuse me, upon... Okay, I'm tripping right now. Let me read it again. And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. Many places are on fire right now, family. Greece, Canada, Morocco, Italy, Spain, France, Siberia, Algeria, Tunisia, California, Turkey, and Turkey's also getting flooded at the same time, and Jerusalem. Much of the whole damn South Mediterranean region reels from wildfires and Eastern Europe, wildfires are raging. Now, I just read to you the Euphrates that I told you was dried back, what, this past few months ago. That's in Revelation 16, verse 12, man, in plain English. The skies over Beijing, which is in China, they turn black. When did that happen? Read about it. Look it up. Middle of day. This is during the time where the government passes their new laws against Christians. Read it. Type in Google. Beijing sky turns black. As government passes new laws against Christians. Same day. It's the same day as the communists meet, right? They met in their building and the sky goes dark. And if you look in the inside of the building in which they met at, the communists, right? Their government, you see what? On the inside of the walls. Inside the building lies depictions of red crowns, 10 of them to be exact, which represent what? The 10 horns of the red dragon and the damn crowns is red. And I also did a little research. If you have a mirror, um, if you have any kind of like mirror software where you can take an object and invert it inside into itself, you get to see what's in the middle. And most times that's one of the ways you can see an entity that's inverting a dimension in on itself to see what's in between the dimensions. If you do that, you'll see the dimensions inverted using the uh, looking at that particular picture. That I'm telling you about the 10 crowns, which is referring to the Bible's 10 uh, horns of the red dragon. If you take that picture, invert it in on itself, you'll see a damn dragon. I kid you not. Which just so happens to perfectly and coincidentally, since you guys like using that word, coincidentally match with Revelation chapter 17, verse 12 through 13. Now I'm going to read verse uh, 12 and 13 of Revelation 17. And the 10 horns which thou sawest are 10 kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but received power as kings one hour with the beast. 
Verse 13, these have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. That's what the meeting was that day. Why do you think that the skies got dark in the middle of the day when they were sitting there arresting and 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 well, they were arresting damn Christians and coming out with new laws to pass against the Christians then, which they're doing now, which was just took place a few days ago. Now, let me not confuse you. This didn't take place a few days ago with the skies turning black. No, this happened back months ago. Some of this happened years ago, a couple of few, a couple of years ago. But what took place the other day in our time was Christians being arrested. Bibles being banned and burned, churches being shut down. Why haven't you seen it on ABC, NBC, or News at 11? You say because the very elite global uh, globalist that's controlling all of this shit didn't want to alert anyone else of what's really taking place because then people would be smart enough to become aware that they're in revelations and that this shit is happening. So they got to keep you guys distracted with COVID and tell you, oh, there may be a new COVID variant coming out soon. But right now there's see, this is how they keep jumping from one thing to the next. Didn't that falsely? I call him falsely, Dr. Falsely, because this motherfucker is lying all over the place. Excuse my language. Got a little excited. Sorry for that. But he's telling lies. Now he's telling you that the pandemic can calm down now and we may not have to wear a mask. But then he just turned around and said another day or two after that, there may be another variant coming out of COVID. How does all these variants keep mutating? It's got nothing to do with vaccinations. Now, I don't want to say that. And then I end up getting taken off air. So I'm going to leave that alone. That is not for me. I don't do the science. I'm just pointing people in a certain direction. That's all. You read about Revelation chapter 17, verse 12 through 13, and this may get banned, family. So I want you guys to get it while you can. I just told you in Beijing, which is in China, the skies turned black in the middle of the day as their government was passing new laws against Christians. All you got to do is Google this. And all this happened the same day as the communists met and not only that, if you look on the inside of the building where they met, there's 10 crowns all in red. If you got the software to invert it, you'll see what I'm saying. But if you don't, you don't even need that. All you got to do is look at where they at. And they all met. And those 10 crowns represent what? Revelations chapter 17, verse 12 through 13. They represent coincidentally, perfectly, the 10 horns. Which thou sawest are 10 kings which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. That means one time, one hour spent with the beast. And you have to also understand an hour is different in times of God. But if we're talking in English, one hour with the beast and these have one mind, that means they all have agreed in the same thing, same agenda, same entity behind it all as a whole, the same system of government, right? And shall give their power and strength. That means their faith, all their resources, everything they have available will go unto the beast. It will be invested into the beast because they are part of this beast. Do you know, family, the Baphomet horns of Apollyon beside the Delta Pyramid? If you look at the 911. There is a 9-11 
picture with the with the number nine, a slash mark, and then 11 in the form of a building, all in white. If you turn that picture upside down, it looks like a nine, a delta symbol, which is the uh, uh, pyramid, and another nine. Now, the pyramid is called the Delta Pyramid. No hint and no coincidence that Delta was part of one of the uh, Omicron variants. Now, I told you guys when we were going through that whole podcast about Omicron and stuff, I told you about all the different alphabets in the Greek. And they've named it, most of them, all the COVID variants after the alphabets of Greek. Delta was one of them. Now, I told you Delta, when you look it up, means radio wave frequencies. Right. Communications. That's another way to do this. Pyramids were used as communicators, family. They were used as antennas to communicate to the Sirius constellation and the Orion constellations. As it is above and so it is on Earth. When you go into these pyramids because they lay or they're on a certain ley line and their their geometrical pattern or shape helps to house certain energies. That's why geometrical shapes are important. Squares, circles, triangular form. That's why you see them on game consoles and buttons. You see them being used throughout symbols for names of companies. This isn't just mathematics. This is just, there's a science to the math. They say the language of God is in mathematics. Well, that's part of it. Because there's certain energy that it houses. Pyramids represent the delta. Certain buildings with domes and certain shapes have certain shapes because it is a telecommunicating or it is an antenna to usurp energies, house energies, create certain atmospheric conditions, whether it be whether it be weather, whether it be telepathic, whether it be reality or manipulating or altering reality you can use all of these different energies based on the geometrical shapes if you know how to harness that power i'm telling you some real stuff fam this is what you call occultic and esoteric information that can be proven and verified even through science we're not speculating or giving you conjecture on this show i'm giving you guys all the jewels to look into this for yourself you should be touched by this information if nothing else. But if you take that same symbol I was just telling you about, the 9-11 symbol, you've already realized if you invert it, it looks like a nine, a pyramid, and another nine. But if you invert that symbol, right, then it looks like the head of a locust. Because then the nines become sixes. The upside uh the right side up delta pyramid becomes upside down, look like it's pointing downward, and then another uh six, which was a nine. Looks like a head of a locust. And there's no coincidence why it looks like that. Revelations chapter 9, verse 2 and 3, tells us why. So I'm going to go to Revelations chapter 9, and I'm going to read verses 2 and 3. And it says, And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. 
Verse 3, And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. So 9-11 opened up, and there's no coincidence that we're talking about 9-11. What happened September 7th of 2001. Or was it? I mean, September 11th, 2001. September being the ninth month. The day was on the 11th of that month. And the year was 2001. On 9-11, 9-11 opened up the waves of Apollyon. Locust Army. It opened up the waves of Apollyon's locust army from the abyss. When you look at the pictures of 9-11, I ain't talking about Photoshop. I ain't talking about creating or making up something or I'm spreading conjecture. No, if you look at certain pictures and you use the inverted technology that's there to use to your disposal. You will see a face you can see without the damn technology. But if you invert it, you can see it even better because it gives you a whole face of a locust-like being coming out of the smoke in the face of smoke. It's right there in Revelations I just read. Some of you still got this picture. No, no, that's that's coming down the road. That's going to be some, some kind of portal opening up and smoke's coming out. Family. <laughs> just like the Euphrates River dried up, right? You read that in Revelation 16, verse 12? I'm giving you these things to look into for yourself. If you don't even want to use that, look at all the other evidence that we've used with scriptures and showed you in modern time. What is going on in this world we live in, family? You guys can see it as it's happening, even in the movies. I'm giving y'all the gems and the jewels. Just check it out. 9-11 opened up the waves of Apollyon, locust army from the abyss. And you just read it with me in Revelation chapter 9, verse 2 through 3. Which is why Apollyon made himself known within the 9-11 smoke. Why did he make himself known within 9-11? The September being the ninth month, the day being the 11th in the smoke. Because he's in Revelations chapter 9 verse 11. That's why. So while we are still in Revelations chapter 9, let's go to verse 11. And they had a king over them. Which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue have his name Apollyon. That's why. See, when you go here and you follow the word of the Most High and you're in the spirit given to you from the Most High and these things check out, you can't go wrong, family. You can't go wrong. So what I'm trying to tell y'all is. Follow the precepts. Look at the clues. That's what Isaiah chapter 28 verse 10 was telling people. If you follow those things, you'll see for yourself. We're in Revelations family. The problem a lot of you are having when you read Revelations is you're thinking all this stuff has to happen in chronological order. Majority of it will. But see, this is all in precepts. It's done like that on purpose. 
This is why it tells you in Isaiah 28 verse 10, here a little, there a little, line upon line, line upon line, precept upon precept. The Most High knew the Bible would be tampered with. He even gave Satan permission to tamper with it, as you read about earlier in Revelation chapter 7 verse 25, right? This is why I also had you guys read Revelations chapter 7, right? Um, verse 25, but I also had you read Daniel chapter 11, verse 2 through 20 to show you who the kings of the north and the south are. I gave them to you in Samaria, and it's Inki, Enli, and An. But Inki and Enli are the ones of the north and the south. They're brothers. Okay? Now, Apollyon is a totally different type of fallen angel. He's the angel of death or destruction. Because Apollyon means the destroyer. But his Hebrew name is Abaddon, which is also another definition of a place of destruction. Hashetan is linking up with Apollyon in Revelations because his deal with Lucifer is going to go sideways. Because both of these egos can't work together because they both have deceit in their hearts. Although they're both for the kingdom of darkness. There's egos here. This is why God's going to turn his own army against them. You just read about it in Revelation chapter, I mean, in Daniel chapter 11, verse 25 through 28, specifically in verse 27. Now, I told you guys throughout all these different podcasts, one of the two orders that you guys are seeing in this Democratic versus Republican, that ain't nothing but a game. The Democrat and Republican overall is the golden dawn versus the rising of the Phoenix. Right. That's all it is. The Phoenix order versus the golden dawn order. The Lucifer versus the Hashetan. That's what you're looking at. But they're both trying to issue in who? The Antichrist. Who will be the embodiment of this global system? The beast is not just an individual. It's a system. A network, a kingdom. I'm giving you every damn name you can think of to know what this stuff is. So, this is what we're up against. You've seen the all seeing eye, it's in different forms. Now, what happened? I'm going to give you a quote. Donald Trump said, <clears throat> at one point in time, you can look this up. He said, we're going to rebuild the World Trade Center, but better. That's what he said. We're going to rebuild the World Trade Center, but better. Guess what? Isaiah chapter 9 verse 10 is what was talking about Donald Trump's speech. Think I'm playing? Go to your Bible in Isaiah chapter 9 and we're going to read verse 10. It says the bricks are falling down. I'm reading in the King James Version. You guys might have a better version if you read it in, say, the New International or whatever. It says the bricks are falling down, but we will build with hen stones. What this is basically saying is the way it was things were built before was piss poor, but we're going to build it stronger, taller, better, right? Continually, it says the sycamores are cut down, but we will change them into cedars. That means that little stuff that was holding it before, we're going to make it stronger, more, 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 more vibrant, more powerful, way bigger, way better. And they did rebuild it. 
they did just that, built it bigger and stronger, just as the Most High said and proclaimed they would. And it wasn't just in New York. It was also family in China. Where goes China again? So far, you've heard me mention China about five times throughout the spans of this podcast. We ain't even near done yet. Now, I may be saying this next name wrong. <laughs> Zhejiang or Zhejiang. The Zhejiang Gate Towers in China, which is their China, which is China's twin towers. It stands at 924 feet. Look at it. Now. Trump has a lot of business with China, doesn't he? Not and, 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 and invest a lot in steel and things of that nature. Let me tell you something, guys. You guys are always looking at the news. You hear about Russia and China, Russia and China. Listen, these guys are all on the same side. They're all with the beast. Some of these guys are in competition with each other because they're trying to be the ones to help bring or usher in the Antichrist family. What you and I are seeing on TV is a facade. That's not even real. Okay. Uh, now, if you've never heard of something called in the occult circles called chaos magic, those who are Satanists or those who practice that type of witchcraft, they know what I'm talking about. Dark sorcery. Now, a lot of you say, well, all sorcery, all forms of magic is really demonic. No, that's not true. Because did not Moses have his staff that changed into a serpent itself when he went up against Pharaoh and his priest and they turned their rods into staff and whose staff ate what up? The Most High ate their staff up or their snake. Moses did use the same spiritual technology or the Most High to spread the, uh, the Red Sea and divide it. Manna came from heaven. He struck a rock. Water came out. All this was done on behalf of the Most High. Moses was just a vessel, of course, but there was still power, still divine. We just don't like in the religion world. For some reason, people religious don't want to admit magic simply means the manipulation of energy. If the Lord is the good and the evil, as Isaiah 45 verse 7 tells us, I form the light. I create evil. I make peace. I create the darkness. I, the Lord, do all these things. Then you must give credit to where credit is due. Satan is just a pawn. He's just been given a role to play. He has no power other than what the Most High allows. So this game being played is still all on the Most High, which is why he calls all the shots. The destiny versus free will, right? Or the predestiny versus free will. As we read about in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5 through 8 and as we read about in Ecclesiastes chapter 1. So this chaos magic, you have to have polarity. A divine light versus a darkness, right? Satan represents the darkness or the kingdom of darkness. So there is a such thing called chaos. Chaos is also magical because it creates life. And science, when you are born out of your mom's womb into the light, they call the word for light in science chaos. Y'all can look this up. So anyway, getting back to the esoteric aspects of chaos magic, chaos magic and the satanic rituals. Do you know that in the satanic rituals, they stand six feet apart and they wear a mask? Where do you guys think that came from when it came to COVID? Standing six feet. It could be any amount of feet. But why six? Because this is all satanic, man. 
the beings and the people you guys put all your trust in and your government are the same ones that are sitting at that one table you read about in the book of Daniel. They're the ones that are being controlled or, or in, in, in alliance with Ha Shaitan and his boys, the fallen ones. Yes, this is true. In the satanic rituals, they stand six feet apart and wear a mask. What are you guys doing with COVID right now? Standing six feet apart sometimes? Now, people ain't really doing that no more, but that's how it started. And even in some places, schools and other places where you have to wear masks or it's being right now debatable about that, people still are somewhat, you know, six feet apart wearing masks. The word COVID, I told you in Hebrew, backwards. Right. When you say COVID backwards, it's divok and divok in Hebrew means what? Evil uh, possession by an evil spirit. Now, if you just say COVID in Hebrew without it being backwards, it means Kobe, which ironically, two years ago, Kobe Bryant died on the 26th of January. 26 is also a geometrical number or numerological number for sacrifice or God. Right. And Kobe's name means God and the Gematria, but it also uh, means in Hebrew, COVID. And he died the same day COVID was announced. So anyway, you guys have to see these signs, man. Um, the dragon and their symbol, when they do these reptilian symbols or these satanic rituals, they have a circle. And in the middle of the circle is an emblem or a snake or a serpent which usually is a dragon depiction, all the same shit. And they stand in different directions, six feet apart around the table. Now the golden dawn, they have the same symbols when they use their magical symbols or rituals, right? When they do the rituals using the tarot or reading off the magical tarot, the hermetic order, they all spoke of the will, which is six feet apart. The will is the circle. I told you that the satanic or the satanists stand around six feet apart, wearing a mask, doing what's called chaos magic. And the sun or the disc or the will represents the sun and the will, which they call the sun disc. This is what Uncle Nansen was talking about when he was monitoring, when he was uh, being a god of one. Mono, monotheism, mono meaning one. Right. But he was practicing it under the monolith. Now, you guys do a little research, you'll see this for yourself. The circle where they have arrows pointing out of it to give a depiction. These arrows pointing out in a perfect circle also represent the sun, which is the arrows representing the waves or the, the rays of the sun, which is called the corona. Because that's what a corona is. It's a auric field or a wave circling around something. But when you have arrows pointing out, how do we depict the sun when we draw on a piece of paper? Obviously not the way the sun actually looks, but we do it by drawing a circle and making little lines coming out of it. Okay, those lines around it with the with the tent around it, the energetic field around it is called a corona. Just like a halo around a saint's head in a depiction of something religious. That is not only a halo or aura, it's a corona, which depicts the sun, right? Radiant energy. Well, guess what? What does the coronavirus look like under a microscope? A big ass circle with all these little spikes sticking out of it. That's a corona. And what do they call COVID? 
coronavirus. What is what is what is it? It is a what is the COVID backwards? It's divok, which means possession by an evil spirit. How does it also symbolize radiation? Using what technology? 5G. How coincidental. If you look at the Tesla symbol, that is nothing but a pylon, right? Nothing but a pole, an electrical pole that manipulates positive and negative energy. Ancient Kemet and all the other Sumerians of Egypt, I mean, Sumerian doctrine and Egypt, they all use what was called the Tet Pillar. They called it the receiving column or the standing there column or the unified field or the solar trine vortex. It's the, the jet pillar, in other words, that I told you all about many podcasts ago. So you have the order of set and the order of the of the jet order. The, the jet order is from the order of Tahuti because Tahuti is called the Jehuti. This is where the Jedi come from. And the order of set, which is Setians, which is Satans or Shaitans, right, is the dark polarity. So you put these two tets together. You have the receiving and the transmitting, the yin and the yang, the yah and the way. Yah is agreeable. Way is disagreeable. Put them together. You have Yahweh, right? What I'm trying to show you all here is that none of this stuff is coincidental. And it can be used for nefarious purposes or it can heal. This is what the Tower of Babel was, because the tower that was built as a singular from the new from the World Trade Center that Donald Trump was trying to say, we're going to build it better and taller. Well, that's not just referring to the uh, Zhejiang and Gate Towers of China. Look at New York. They have one singular tower now. There's your Tower of Babel right in your damn face. It's a Tesla pillar. That's what Tesla does. That's what they specialize in. Tesla comes or was named after Nikola Tesla because he was the one that discovered the different energies. He understood electromagnetic energy. And I have a quote by Nikola Tesla and it says this. One day man will connect his apparatus to the very will work of the universe, the very forces that motivate the planets in their orbit and calls them to rotate will rotate his own machinery. He understood electromagnetic energy, zero point reference energy. He understood that. That's why he wanted to give the world free energy. He didn't have nefarious purposes for it. They killed his ass and they took his information. And guess who got his information when he was dead? If you guessed it, Donald Trump's uncle. How coincidental. So, of course, he's going to make a damn a new. This is the same man who <laughs> whose son-in-law bought the building that was called six on 666 Avenue. I mean, come on, man. Family, this 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 stuff is you can't make this shit up, man. Trump, Donald Trump's name represents one of the Trumps in the Bible in first Corinthians. And I'm not going to get into who Donald Trump is and all that. But what I'm trying to tell you is everything is symbolic. Everything is in your face as it is above. So it is below as it is within. So it is without everything is in opposition of what you see it as. If they tell you to look up, look down. If they tell you to look down, look up, look all around. Don't believe what you're told on tell lie vision, tell lies to your vision and program you 
Because that's what a television program is. It's a program and you're being programmed through your visual cortex when you watch this shit enough to be hypnotized by the lies of the serpent with the eyes. Because the serpent's eyes hypnotize. That's why Dracula, the serpent, Dracula comes from the word Draco, which means devil or serpent or dragon. The symbol shit is all in your face. NASA is Nahash or Nasha, which means deception. And if you look at the NASA symbolism with an N and then they have what looks like a ribbon in red, there goes the red ribbon. The red represents the red dragon. But if you look at the way it's designed, it looks like a serpent's tongue and it has the actual T gives you like a little T, a little um, a little um, rift at the top. And then it curves and comes around with sort of like a serpent's tongue. Put the T between NASA. You have Satan. If you do the anagram of NASA. They can't hide this shit in plain sight, but they're telling you in plain sight what is going on. You just have to have eyes to see it. Those who have eyes can see those with ears can hear. This is in Mark chapter. Uh, this is all throughout the Bible family. Okay. You can't make this up. Can't speculate it. This ain't conjecture. I didn't, I didn't give scriptures for this stuff. I even told y'all in your Bible where they have Moloch. They have the sign of, they call it the, uh, the Rahin, they call it all kind of names, which talk about Saturn and Saturn worshipers. The star of David, they said they have their own star, which is the Baphomet symbol. It's the head of the goat. It's all in your Bible, man. Everything, chaos magic. The rules are designed to invoke chaos magic. That's why the corona is the way it is. That's why the satanic worshiping around the table and six feet apart with the mask, because you guys are doing satanic rituals and you don't even know it. They give you a uh, a jab and tell you this is going to heal you. Yet people are dying and they're not even giving everybody the same shit. And you wonder how some people's DNA is going to change, how some people are going crazy, how the Bible in Revelations 9 talks about there will be a time where the walking dead will come. I gave you guys scriptures a few times ago talking about dead corpses. Some ain't going to be in everlasting life. Some will be in everlasting contempt. Those in contempt will be of the kingdom of darkness raised for the armies of Satan in the latter times that you just read about in Revelations chapter 16, 17, 18 and moving forward. This ain't a game, fam. And yes, conscious transference has been going on for quite a long time. And anytime they tell you something is just a breakthrough, they didn't have technology or been doing this shit far longer for, for years, hundreds of years, centuries, all kinds of shit. Sometimes even millenniums. This technology is so old, we're being given old toys <laughs> from fallen angels or from beings of the, of the hierarchy that's, that's taken the fall. They, they, they got something way better than what you guys got right now. Something that would look like a sci-fi movie. But yet our knowledge is increasing in this time of living on it. Things that we used to say was fiction are now reality now. I wonder why. I wonder how our knowledge got so broad so fast. How is man able to do all these things that he saw in a comic book or read about? And they said, oh, this. But how do you even think they got to the point to put that in a comic book or put it on TV and call it fiction? Because it was always real. That's how. Let's think about this, man. What you just read, I mean, what you just heard me say and Nikola Tesla's one day man will connect his apparatus to the very wheel work, the wheel work 
is talking about what I just told you about the chaos magic. And it says the will work of the universe. That means how the universe works in spirals and consciousness spirals and energy. The very forces he's using key words here in his quote that he said, the very forces that motivate the planets in their orbit and cause them to rotate and will rotate his own machinery. You have your own forces of nature that rotate like the planets. It's called chakras. Wheels of light is what they call it in Sanskrit. What else moves? Wheels. What does a car need to, to keep it mo moving? A engine. Certain man-made by NASA Germans who created, learning this from the greys and other damn fallen angels, gave them technology and how to make spaceships. Only they got damn gas exhaust pipes. These real, the, the interdimensional beings don't use no gas pipe, no, no exhaust pipes. They use macabre fields. Consciousness. This is what the chariots of light are talked about. Oh, what the Maccabees talked about in Ezekiel, 2 Kings, Revelations, Genesis. It's all throughout your Bible, fam. What are you talking about? Wake up. All of the rituals invoke the chaos for the Great Reset. That's why they keep putting that shit in y'all's head through predictive programming about the Great Reset. This is ushering in the New World Order, fam. People are being reset at night, like in the movie Dark City. I told you it's going to be a good podcast. We're going to go into another hour soon. Y'all are being reset. If you ever seen the movie Dark City, you will know what I'm talking about. This moon in the sky, it's a satellite. That affects you based on the magnetism. And you know, a moon doesn't give off its own light. It gets its light from the sun. It gets its charge from the sun. It's lunar. Lunar also means crazy. Most people become lunatics at night. That's why they howl like wolves. That's the beast. Quantum, the quantum D-wave computer, also known as the New Jerusalem, that is what controls and helps create alternate realities. They told you this in their own science. Look it up. Go on Google, go on YouTube, and look up D-wave computer and what it does. The mainframe, your human body is a computer based on your brain. Right. They know how to plug you into the matrix. You're in a matrix now called the 3D world. The physical reality is a matrix. When you leave your body at night, when you sleep, you call it dreams. Your astral body is leaving. You're leaving out of one matrix and enter, entering into another one. But you're going into a higher plane of, of of consciousness. They want to plug you into one of their bodies created Russia and all these other places. I mean, all these other countries are creating synthetic bodies. They're going to mix you, your blood DNA with machines. They're doing it now by getting you so caught up and so hypnotized into using Facebook apps and Instagrams and Internet that you can't get off of the shit. You're hypnotized. You're you're craving it. You can't go without the Internet. A lot of you you will go crazy if you don't have Internet. Let the damn power go out for at least two or three days, especially the young folks. They'll lose their damn mind. They're trying to make you used to being one with machinery one with software so that when they predictively program it you will accept it by putting it in your face making you love siri alexa making you love google assistance because they're smart that's ai technology and they know damn well what they're doing 
They're getting to the point where they've even made robots synthetically. This came out of, uh, they're using Philip K. Dick as one of the reasons why this being they call Sophia. Of all the entities to name the first prototype, Sophia is the god of wisdom. She's also the god in the Nag Hammadi. She's also mentioned in your Bible. She means wisdom in Greek. Sophia is also related to Lucifer in terms of them being one and the same being because he's the light bringer. In Latin, Lucifer means bringer of light, meaning knowledge. He's Prometheus. He's Tahuti, as a lot of them would like to compare him to. He's the son of the morning, and so is your Yahshua, who's also called son of the morning. You guys are picking up what I'm putting down? Because on this next commercial break, after we come back, we're going to get real deep into what I'm talking about. I'm going to continue on where we are right now, so don't go anywhere, family. It's just beginning. I'm your boy, J-Rated All. You are tuning in to Fable Radio. Today's topic is what's been going on in the world, worldwide. Or what's been going on worldwide? Stay tuned. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. All right, family, we are back. You are tuning in on Pharaoh Radio. When you heard it here, you heard it first. No doubt. So we left off talking about what's going on, family. All the stuff we've been talking about. And to touch back on a few things, when I mentioned out earlier about that chaos magic, that will, right? The Corona, the COVID, the Tesla. Corona is also a crown. I meant to say that too. So when we're talking about the sun and its rays, which give the depiction of a crown that a king would wear on one's head or a circular, we're also depicting a corona, something radiant, something royal, something with crowns. All right. Interesting enough, I uh, was going through commercial break thinking to myself when we talked about Nikola Tesla. This is just food for thought, and I don't know if there's much of a uh, connection here, so I'm not going to reach. But, you know, cars were invented around 1885 to 1886 by a man by the name of Carl Benz from Germany. Now, Nikola Tesla is Croatian, but it's funny because Nikola Tesla died 1856 of July 10th. He was born. Well, actually, he was born. I'm sorry. He was born um, 1856. And he died January 7th of 1943. So he lived a pretty good, <laughs> he lived a pretty good while. Carl uh, Benz, first car came out 1885. So between the time that Nikola Tesla really started getting into his science he came up with the theory which actually turned scientifically into fact he knew things the 369 he understood those prime numbers he understood um, 
electromagnetic spectrum of energy. And it was his technology that ended up leading to the Philadelphia experiment, which we'll have to talk about that in another day. But let's get back to what we were talking about. I don't want to lose anyone here. Let's get it while the going is good and while it's hot. So, yes, people, they are hypnotizing you to become robots without you even realizing it. Why? Because you depend on computers. This is the modern day digital reality. Now they're getting ready to move you into a metaverse, a virtual reality universe, cryptocurrency, a one world government of monetary funding, a one world bank, a one world religion, a one world government, all under the regime of a one personality. Think about that for a sec. Just think about it. Now, excuse me, as I was mentioning about the moon being a satellite, (coughs) sorry, that's not news to a lot of you. And some of you will say, how? Well, we'll have to talk about that. Your mainframe, the network, the world's grid or ley lines, it's all connected to this one world government technology they're using the world or the planet's natural energy source geothermal energy the heat from the earth itself it's where the word gaia or gaia depending on your pronunciation for a word that means earth it's where geo comes from geo is a form of the word earth right in greek geothermal thermal meaning heat in energy heat signature Right? Energy. They're changing reality. They're trying to change this matrix into their matrix. They've already manipulated this matrix on one particular level using the astral plane. But they want to also create astral bodies. I mean, not astral bodies. They want to create avatar bodies for you all. How are they doing that? Well, they're using AI intelligence to do that right now by creating synthetic skin. To give the appearance to these robots to make them more realistic, human like. These AIs, like I said earlier, are the prototypes. The first prototype AI that they put out publicly was named Sophia. Sophia is the name that I like to use in this world, or Matrix, as I like to call this world, meaning wisdom, the mother goddess right? She's part of the great mother. And if you all haven't heard my uh, podcast called The Great Mother Goddess, you need to check that out because I explain who Sophia and all the other matriarchal uh, feminine energies, what they represent, the gods and goddesses. I, I actually went into that in The Great Mother. So check that out if you haven't heard it already. And that's this year. I did that maybe a month ago. So check it out. They are trying to predictively program you family to be accepting of these things when they do come out. And the more they come out, the more accepting you'll be. In fact, you'll want to merge with them. They'll give you all of the reasons why you should merge yourself with technology. Why there's an anthropomorphism taking place. A more modern term for most of you that you would recognize this under as transhumanism. 
changing you from one form into another to merge you into something else, neither human or robot, but the best of both. But they will have all the keys to this programming. They will have all the technology to these things that you have merged yourself with. We're not just talking about putting a chip in you. They're talking about literally, synthetically, mixing iron with clay. Now, yes, your blood has iron in it. But you are the thing made of clay. And that goes down to the potter's will the Bible speaks of. That also comes down to the ancient comedic teachings of Kanum, who was the fashioner of man. See, all this stuff's in the Bible. It's all one and the same. But to be more specific, let's read Daniel chapter two. I told you we were going to spend some time in Daniel today. Daniel going to get his props today. All right. So let's go to Daniel chapter two. And we're going to read verse 43. Let me get there first, because I'm the slowest person in the world. I know when it comes to getting to scriptures. The slowest. <laughs> A blind man can find Daniel before I can. And that's no knock to anyone who's blind or legally blind, medically or anything else. I mean, just what I say. That's how slow I am. All right. I'm in Daniel chapter two. We're going to read verse 40. Hold on, fam. Lost my page. <laughs> We're going to read Daniel chapter two, verse 43. Let's start off with 40. Let's read verse 41 to 43. Daniel chapter 2, verse 41 to 43. 41 says, And whereas thou sawest the feet and toes, part of potter's clay and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided. Hmm. But there shall be in it of the strength of the iron, for as much as thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay. Verse 42 says, and as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay to the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. Verse 43, and whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. That means there's going to be a battling of the chemical process of the compound of mixing clay with iron. They're, they, who is the they that's going to mix or mingle their seed or mingle themselves, shall they say, mingle themselves with the seed of man. What we're looking at here and what the Bible is telling you in prophecy is this is going to be the cyber genetic age where AI intelligence will be made human and humans will be made robots, a mixture like Terminator. The android will become the mandroid because that's what an android is, a cyborg. You can't tell me this Bible is not real when all of this stuff that was written way the heck a long time ago. It's talking about the time we're in right now, baby. See, if you don't know what you're reading, if you don't have these things explained to you, if you don't do translations, if you don't study diligently, 
define or show yourself approved unto God, as 2 Timothy 2.15 tells us. If you're not reading the prophecies of this book, as Revelation chapter 1, verse 3 tells us. If you're not meditating on the word daily, as Joshua chapter 1, verses 8 through 9 tells us, you're not going to get this. You don't ask for understanding in all things. As 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 7 tells us, you're not going to get these things because you're going to be ever learning, but unable to come to the knowledge of the truth. Just like 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 7 tells us, and you'll be more prone to believe in a lie. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9 through 11 tells us. And for that reason, God will send you all strong delusion that you may believe in a lie rather than the truth because you have no love for the truth. And you'll follow a false Messiah, a leader. You'll stray away from the path, from the faith, as 1 Timothy chapter 4 tells you. For many in this time will stray away from the faith, taking heed to seducing spirits, doctrines of devils. What are seducing spirits? Well, we got to understand what the word seduce means. We got to understand what type of spirits they're talking about. Family, chaos magic, which is nothing but black magic. All right, it's the reason why your Bibles have supernaturally changed, right? The Mandela effect is another name we give that. They are able through this quantum computer and black magic, quantum meaning, you know, you know what quantum is. This is that which oversees all else. Okay, because of this black magic and advanced technology, these beings are capable of. Yes, they have powers. These beings will be able to use strange signs and wonders, performing miracles, right? In the end times. This quantum, because what does quantum mean again? Any of the small subdivisions of quantized physical magnitudes, magnetic moments, right? Many forms. It means it's in many forms relating to or employing the principles of quantum mechanics, right? The sum of something. How much? Quantum computer is able to do what no regular silicone computer on the earth can do. It is a supercomputer. It is the system of the beast. This quantum computer can change literally the fabric of reality. When I say the fabric, I mean it can manifest anything and bring it into existence. Literally. It can also house frequencies. Controlling minds can do anything. This is hence where your Mandela effect comes from that controls your matrix. Because they use CERN, the Hadron Collider, as part of that technology, along with the D-Wave computer, the quantum computer. And they even have a more brushed up newer computer called the New Jerusalem. How coincidental. If these things are biblically nonsense, then why is your government using every biblical name in movies and their actual sciences? They got a telescope named Lucifer. I mean, you guys, you can't make this up. You can't make none of this up. And then the Bible literally has told us as we read it today and so far, Daniel, Revelations, that and I, you know, and Isaiah, that these are the things actually happening. 
You literally read everything or, or heard me read everything to you and compare it to what's going on worldwide today. And I'm not even finished. That's how serious this is. <sighs> These COVID variants like Delta, Omega, which they didn't ever come out and say, but yet it was what Jerusalem was preparing or Israel, shall I say, was preparing themselves for a couple of months ago. Yet Omicron, yet Mu, Lambda, all that. Right. And they said there's I'm going to get off of that, but I want y'all to just think for a second where we're we going with this. Now, let's get to something that takes a little bit more precedence at the beginning of Joe Biden's presidential candidate when he was uh, race, when he was going against Trump for the presidency. Back in the times when Biden was in his campaign, he was being interviewed. And I think he was by CNN or Fox, one of those. Well, it couldn't have been Fox because Fox doesn't like him. <laughs> so it had to be either CNN or MSNBC. Um, and it might have been Christopher Wallace that interviewed him. So I, I, I think if that's the case, then it had to be CNN. Um, but Biden was sitting there and he made a comment. This is 70 days before or 70 days until the election. So he had a little bit over a uh, a month and 10 days. I mean, two months and 10 days. Um, he said when there was a comment made to him about Trump said he was in his basement, he laughed and said, yeah, I'm, I left my basement. 500 million people can see what I've been doing. Now, I want you to think about something. If you're as technically sound or if you're as particular as I am, <laughs> you'll look up um, back in 2019. Uh, or was it 2020? I can't keep up. 2020. I'm sorry. I said 2019. Well, wait a minute. He's been president now. How long, family? For a year? This is his second year? So, yeah. Okay. When the capital. Okay, 2020. Right, when he became president. Well, if you look up in 2019, during his um, debate, 70 days until the election, um, he said that comment, 500 million people. Now, whenever you look up how many people were on the planet just in America? Because he was referring to Americans. There was only 300 between the numbers of 329. I did the math. 2019 to 2020, there was 329 to 331 million people on the planet. We don't know how many actually watched, but we damn sure know even with all those numbers, it wasn't no 500 million. There's a reason why he said that. 500 million refers to the Georgia Guidestones in Georgia where on that particular stone wall at the very top it talks about population control right it talks about keeping the people under 500 million so at no one point at any time 
have we ever had 500 million people in America? And even up to now here in 2022, they project that there's going to at least be up to 332 million just in America, right? Just in the U.S. because it's 7.9 billion people on the planet right now. So you might as well say 8 billion people. Now, they claim 500 million people have died. <laughs> or 500,000. But they wanted to get at the number 500 million. They t- that's how many people they want on the planet. Not just in America. So they must plan on killing a hell of a lot of people off. And to do that, well, chemical warfare, uh, you know, uh, purging, letting people purge each other like the movie The Purge. By killing each other off, making their job of assassinating and murdering innocent people um, of all walks of life. To knock them off. I said chemical warfare, which renders and means chemical warfare. Famines. I mean, not famines, but plagues and famine, too, because the cost of food is going up. But there's a shortage in food as Revelations chapter eight tells us or chapter six tells us, shall I say. So none of this stuff is by coincidence. Now, why did I bring that up about the 500 million? Why did I have to go so far back to his campaign? Because these things are right in your face. These things are in your Bible to let you know what we're looking at. If you real recognize and realize and remember in the Biden campaign, in the letter Biden, I mean, in the name Biden was the letter E. And you saw he had the, the red E in his name. The E symbolized the three red banners. I also recall at the time of that particular uh, time where they were all in competition with trying to run for the presidency, that Donald Trump Jr. on Instagram, he had in words, the end and the E's in the word the and the word end, E-N-D. Both of those were same. They were the same red letter bannered letter as the E and Biden. Now, why am I saying this? Where are you going with this, J. Reed at all? Because if you look up the three red banners, you'll realize that the three red banners was an ideological slogan in the late 1950s, which called on who? The Chinese people to build a socialist state. And it was also called the three red flags. Now, family, these same symbols of red banners or flags were also seen on that Donald Trump Jr. Instagram page during the presidential campaign in 2019 as part of his promotion for his dad. But wait a minute. If you look at the Guidestone of Georgia or the Georgia Guidestones, where it talks about the 500 million. They have another symbol that represents the same three red banners as the E in Biden and as the E's in um, the N in uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s slogan that he used back then. If you go on his page now, you can't find it. I just did that yesterday (laughs) and you can't find it. But it was for that time. But I'm sure you can look it up on Google and it will be there because those things are pre-recorded. Where am I going with this? 
basically the facade sh shattered means they all are really working together. Now, Biden, I want us to, you know, giving the appearance of opposition. That's what they're doing. All right. They're basically working together. I told you this is the North versus the South. Right. I, I told you the Golden Dawn versus the Phoenix Order. Enli of ancient Sumerian versus Inki, who were brothers for power under Marduk for control. One actually in that particular case, though, wanted humans to evolve. The other wanted to enslave humanity. Now, you got these two different types of uh, satanic forces that will work called the Luciferian. Luciferian forces work like this. One will come in the guise of healers, Pleiadians, right? The good guys. Others will come in the guise of the malevolent reptilian type of beings. I'm just using this for a certain faction of entities, not all entities of this particular race or species are necessarily evil or good, but they give that depiction in the new age. So that's what we're going to have to compare it to because I'm trying to show you that these are at least under the same beast or same system divided within itself. So now that you have an idea or just of what I'm saying, that's what these so-called politicians and Democrats in the political arena are doing. Not the people. The people are really all, all, all for one side. They're either Republican, Democrat, or they like one or the other, or they're you know lobbyist, liberalist, conservative, all these damn different shit that didn't really mean anything. Yet this nation is under the Republic for which it stands. One nation under God. But which God are we talking about? Because if you just say the title God, you're assuming over to the God in heaven. Are we? Because the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, that Satan is the God of this world. Who has blinded the people. For those of you who are woke, unplugged out of the matrix, semi-woke or not waking up. That's the deaf, dumb and blind we're talking about. And I don't mean that to be sounding you know, denigrating anybody or to sound derogatory, but that's what we're talking about. Fools leading fools into ditches, the blind leading the blind as a witness. The Bible says this family, not me. If you speak in the ears of a fool, you're only going <laughs> to, you just making, you just making it harder for yourself. At least that's what Proverbs tells us. And if you don't believe me, let's go to Proverbs chapter 23, verse uh, verse nine, verse seven through nine. Proverbs chapter 23, verse seven through nine. It says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. The morsel which thou hast eaten. Thou shalt vomit up and lose thy sweet words. Speak not in the ears of a fool, for he will despise the wisdom of thy words. See, so, you know, <laughs> and wisdom again in Greek is the word Sophia. How about that? Now, like I was saying about this whole three red banner thing, these guys who give the appearance of not really being for the other one. A lot of times, that's just a show. 
a, a good acting facade to put on for the people. And then there's times that it may not be for the reasons that the people think they really are against each other in a lot of ways because they are battling in it for control. <laughs> but they don't be mistaken or fooled. These guys are on the same side. They're just doing things that one side agrees or doesn't agree with the other side in doing. But it's all for the same purpose. And we're not even talking about the good guys, which is the most high and his boys or Yahshua and them. We're talking about Hashetan, Lucifer and all these cats. That's what we're talking about. So just like I use the example with Thanos in the Infinity War and Endgame. OK, now Biden swore during his presidential sworn in ceremony on what he says is a 130 year old family heirloom. He has used every swearing in ceremony in his 50 plus years of political career, which is nothing more than a German Illuminati Bible. And to those sources, the rooters and many different so-called news journalists on their payroll or otherwise who say that the Bible is not a German Illuminati Bible, they're lying. To say that the family Bible Joe Biden uses is simply a Roman Catholic Bible and that there is no basis to support such claims of it being anything else other than that is nonsense, fam. Why do you say that, J. Rated R? What makes you say that? Besides, if it's not a German Illuminati Bible, right? If the Bible is only Roman Catholic, what and whose laws is America under still today that the Bible tells us many times in and all throughout the word? If you remember me saying the Roman Gre uh, Greco, Greco, the Roman Greco, meaning Roman and Greece. Those are the laws which is all a part of the Assyrians. You're absolutely right. Babylonian law. So the Roman Greco law. Right. is Babylon. And that's what America's under Babylonian law. So I rest my case in saying anything about the Illuminati, quote unquote, German Bible, because that's the same damn order that the Germans were you are under. If you recall, the Antichrist is a Syrian. Even Hitler traced much of the German heritage back to the biblical Assyria, as well as Jared Kushner, who signed a peace treaty with Israel. Therefore, Biden swore on oath under the Roman Greco-Babylonian law, which is the Antichrist regime posing as an opposing Democrat. Now, have a comeback for that one. And Babylonian law is what this is. Same difference. The Assyrian Antichrist, that's in Isaiah chapter 10. And if you read verses 24 and 25 that's what you'll get if you go verses before that if you read the same chapter Isaiah 10 and read verses 21 to 23 that's the Jewish and Gentile remnants if you go to Isaiah chapter 10 same chapter and read 26 through 27 that's part two that's the part two continuation of the Assyrian Antichrist and by the way Jared Kushner Kushner in current news today was just nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize 
for his work as a leading negotiator of the Abraham Accords. Now, for those of you who don't know what that is, the Accords is a series of groundbreaking normalization agreements between Israel, the United Arab, uh, the Emirates, the Sudan, Morocco and Bahrain were among former President Trump's most significant foreign policy achievements. How coincidental. And do we not read in the book of Daniel all the way from seven into nine, especially where this man signs peace treaties with Israel? That's something that has never been done in the history. Who else could do that but the Antichrist or his regime? Well, your boy Jared Kushner did it a few, couple of months ago, a few months ago. So that's why I say Assyrian Antichrist. And also look at Jared Kushner's ethnicity and his background. Now, let's get on your boy Mark Zuckerberg or Zuckerberg or Effabird, whatever his damn name is. Mr. Facebook slash Meta. You know, <laughs> which of this Tubal-Cain, the signs of Tubal-Cain that you read about in Revelation 17, verse 11. This this is getting funny, man. These dudes is comical. And they, 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 they don't want you all to know this. My people are destroyed or perish because they what? Lack knowledge. You're going to get it here on Pharaoh Radio because I don't need y'all, my people, walking around suffering, being part of a new world order, doing things to hurt your body, your soul and your spirit because you don't know what's going on in plain sight. Revelation chapter 17, verse 11 is and the beast that was and is. Even he is the eighth and is of the seventh. The eighth is the meta symbol. The seven is the symbol you guys see in Facebook. These are all the tubal cane, right? But let me continue reading. And the 10, okay, let me go back. And the beast that was and is not even is the eighth and is of the seventh and goeth into perdition. So that tell you where this is going. This is going into sin. Who is the son of perdition? The Antichrist. How do we know? Verse 12. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, which have received no kingdom. This is what we read about China earlier when they were making that deal. After the same day, they just made new laws to persecute Christians. See how all this stuff ties in? And they put the symbols right in front of y'all's face. I told you that the, that the anchor or the F... With the crooked staff, which is of ancient Kemet, also represents one of the signs or the order of Cain. Which I also told you that the number eight, when you turn it to the side, it's the infinity symbol. It's also one of the six, uh, uh, the serpent signs of Leviathan and all of those. This is all under satanic regime. This is in your Bible. Then the meta symbol. Is the same symbol if you remove it from the seven, the number seven, which is the crooked staff or the anchor. This is all antichrist and satanic symbolism. So all they did with Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook is the one that you know to be with the F. All they did was take it, remove the cane, right? The crooked staff. All they did was remove it and just leave you with the meta symbol which is the number eight. 
to give you a new symbol because it represents a new world order. And they are trying to give you that from the great reset by starting over anew. Everything Satan does, he tries to copy the most high, but he does it in his own way. He can't create, so he emulates and imitates. That's what he does. <sighs> now, let's get back to Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, Zuckerberg or Suckerberg or whatever his name is. Do you know that Facebook, those guys, Mark Zuckerberg, they fund CRISPR, the C-R-I-S-P-R word for gene therapy and much more? Another point I have made previously is the fact that government and social media is using technology, including medical technology, to condition mankind into becoming AIs. I just told you guys that. Right. I just sat there and told you they got you on social media. Right. They got you guys wanting it more and more, craving the TikToks, craving the Facebooks, craving the Instagrams. Craving it. The Twitters. You can't come off of that internet. Y'all will go crazy if you can't instant message somebody or put on a post up or watch something or look at something you ain't got no business or do the next challenge. You people are lovers of self, like second well, second Timothy chapter three says. You become lovers of self. That's why you guys call it selfies. You can't get enough of looking at yourself, posing, turning in the mirror, turning sideways, poking your butt out, flexing. Have I done it? Of course. But not at the extent that a lot of people are going hard in. And even I'm not here to judge nobody. What I'm doing is bringing it to your awareness. It's brought to mind. So I'm sharing it with you. Each one, teach one, each one, share, compare, share and compare, share and compare. Why? Because you care. That's why. Because I care. Some of you all are so addicted unknowingly to social media already, such as the Facebooks, Instagrams, Twitters and TikToks. You've already become part machine versus part human, part man. That is what social engineering is and what it truly looks like, fam. They, the Illuminati, quote unquote, are taking the book of Daniel very seriously. Why aren't you? Did I just not tell you in Daniel 2, 43, that they are mixing themselves in with us? Not just through synthetic or cyber genetics. No, they're using unigenetics. You know what they're doing? They're splicing DNA from other sources, other different DNAs, animals and all kinds of other shit. Reptilian and all of that that you probably have. And you that you don't realize in your foods. And they're trying to change you into something. Some are becoming zombie-like. Some are dying. Some, their bodies is rejecting it. <sighs> there is a lot of experimentation going on and people don't even realize it. But the Bible helps point it out. And that's what we're doing right now. We're taking what the Bible say and comparing it to com to modern day. What you're seeing right on TV. What's going on in your world right now today. That's why the title of this show is called What's Been Going On Worldwide. 
all the volcano eruptions, the lava, the explosions, the sea and the water boiling hot with lava, dead fish, fish and frogs falling out of the sky from what they call a sprout. There's a firmament up in, in the sky, you know, Bible talks about it. People dying. Bible says folks in the last days will fall and drop dead like dung. Dung means doo-doo in the field. They will fall like dung in the field. That's how much people are dying. Every damn day you turn on somebody committed some, some type of suicide or allegedly somebody got shot, killed. Somebody was suicidal, depressed. Somebody got, you know, in a car wreck. Somebody died from another heart attack. Distributed by what could be a jab or uh, something wasn't right in the DNA. Blah 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 blah. Yada yada yada. Every day, you say, "Well, this is a, this is everyday news. This this ain't the first time this has happened." Of course it isn't, but has it happened at this alarming rate? If you took the time to actually do your research, you find out that no, the answer is no. Then some of you will say, "Well, you know, we didn't have a uh, modern day internet back in those times, and we, you know, we couldn't really keep up with the numbers statistically. A lot of these numbers, family, are, are made up. They are. It's it's no secret if you do if you do some common sense research. There's a lot of people that are dying in the hospitals that aren't dying from any COVID or anything. They're putting on the death certificate COVID anyway. A lot of nurses and doctors will tell you that." They won't tell you publicly unless they want to lose their job and be ridiculed and shamed and and exploited and threatened and all this shit. They're not going to tell you out loud, but they'll tell you because I've talked to people who work in the medical field who are doctors and nurses and have told me this. And a lot of you who have emailed me are doctors and nurses and y'all have told me this. Stop playing. You'll never be exposed by me, of course, but that's the whole point. You know. And some of you, it's it's drove you so crazy, you had to quit or put in your notice. Because you know this shit is not human. It's not humane. It's not right. It's like you having to sell yourself short, committing what looks to be murders medically, all for quota, all because there's an agenda at stake. Because there are higher ups that are saying, if you don't this or that, you'll go through this or that or else this or that. That's a damn shame, fam. And that's why I say kudos to y'all who have taken steps because you got families to support. I don't judge those of you who don't, who wouldn't make those moves. Some of you are just plain scared. All of us are scared, even myself. But I am not scared of the one who can do harm to my body. I should be scared of the one who can do harm to the body and the soul and throw me in hell. That's what the words say. I didn't make it up. So <clears throat> this Illuminati. They want to do harm to my mind, soul and body like Mob Deep Prodigy and them boys used to say is real. I even had one of y'all ask me, do people know a lot? Or do I know a lot of people <laughs> who have asked me? And I'm going to tell you this. Sure, some know like me, like you, 
and a few others. But in comparison to the world, do they know is the question. Do the people know a lot of what you have asked me about what's going on in the world? The answer is no, because most people don't understand these things and most people don't think about them. Simplest answer, which is why a lot of crap goes down because people aren't paying attention. You know, they got a chart of a human being in an Indian stance with their head bowed and their arms out. And in their stance, they show a depiction of the Kundalini or the Kabbalah that goes right down this person's body. It's the same thing that the medical staff would show you when you look at the uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield, right? It's the same depiction that a lot of the ancient Egyptian uh, wasirs, which is another name for priest or wizard or wise man, because the word magi, which is where the word magic comes from, magi means wise man. That's who visited Yeshua when he was born, right? The three wise men. But these people are alchemists, right? This is what all this stuff represents. Moses was an alchemist, a prophet, right? He was a wise one. That's why he carried a staff with the brazen serpents on it, the double coiled brazen serpent. So you can't say serpents are evil because I told you about this in many other podcasts. Serpents denote wisdom, the Kundalini energy in Sanskrit, the fiery serpent energy that lies at the base of your spine. That's awaking when you are going through conscious initiations into spiritual ritual initiations in the astral plane. And you wake up consciously aware and it travels all the way up through your spinal column, up to your third eye and all the way out your crown chakra. They say, oh, that's evil. That's demonic. No, it's not. Another name for it is Holy Spirit. But we're not going to talk about that right now. Because Holy Spirit descends upon man like a fire. Right? And this Holy Spirit or Ki or Chi or Prana, Kundalini, whatever name any other culture has given it. It is the Christ frequency given to you by the Most High. You become an Ilamuta Jesid in Arabic, a God in the flesh, a Hugh man. Hugh means the creative will of force or force of the creator in man. Is it not true that God is within you? Did he not breathe into you the breath of life, his spirit and made man a living soul in Genesis 2, 7 that I keep referring back to? Is it not in first John chapter four that he was in you is greater than he was in the world? Is it not him that dwelleth in your body, the temple, the tabernacle, the vehicle in first Corinthians chapter three, verse 15 through 16? Then what do you mean? I'm telling something when your own Bible tells you this. The word Jesse, which stems from the word Jesus in English, means my rod or my staff. Did not all the prophets carry rods and staffs? What is a rod and staff? It's what keeps you on the on the on the path, keeps you walking upright. It's the righteous representation of walking the path. Even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you fear no evil. My rod and my staff. You can read this in Psalms chapter 23. Let's do it. Let's get it. We got a little time left. 
trying to get you right, baby. I'm trying to get right. Let's get right together. What are you doing? What are you waiting on? No man know the day or the hour. What are y'all waiting on? Oh, I got a little time. I'm still into the world. I want to play a little bit. Hey, man, here we all sin. All are falling short of the glory. Okay, that's right. That's Romans chapter 3, verse 23. I get it. You know, but the sin, but the wages of sin is what? Death. Romans 6, chapter 6, verse 23. Let's get it. So I'm turning to Psalms 23. I know it's taking a whole year and some change, but I'm going to get there. By the time I get there, y'all, some of y'all have been raptured and Antichrist and be three and a half years into the seven year treaty. By the time I turn to Psalms 23. <laughs> All right. Psalms 23 says, though the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Did you hear what I said, family? Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Let me finish it. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointed my feet with oil. My cup runneth over. Now, this is powerful. It's even Pastor Gino Jennings said this the other day. And he's right. When you read verse five of Psalms chapter 23 it literally says thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies that means he will sit you right in front of your enemies and ain't nothing they can do about it that's how powerful the most high is he can bring enemies and people together you ever heard the little saying the enemy of my enemy is my friend you know some people you ever you could you couldn't like but y'all ended up being the best of friends well that's the Lord working in Psalms chapter 23 verse 5 in your life he can put you in front of your enemies he could put you at the same table with your enemies. Did he not put Judas in front of everybody at the table with Yahshua? Of course he did. So this is what I'm saying. Yeah, even though Judah had to do what he had to do, Yahshua told him, go and do what you must do. For the time is at hand. He knew this. It was part of the prophecy. Poor Judas didn't know, but he was all a part of what needed to happen. And then it said, Satan entereth him. Satan thought he was doing something. He was a part of the damn prophecy. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. All this stuff is, is <laughs> this shit is a script. We're in a movie. That's why they call it scriptures. All right. You want to know what's about to happen next in this movie? Read your Bible. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. You don't got to do a lot of meditating and all of that. Just read the scriptures, man. And put it together. That's all you got to do. I know I made it sound easy, but that's that's a formula. That's a formula to start with. So let me finish reading verse six of Psalms 23. It says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I would dwell in the house of the Lord. There you go. But well, what was the key in reading that? My rod and my staff. Jesse means my rod or my staff. Who was Jesse? Jesus. Yeshua. Yeshua. And it tells you. That all the prophets had the Christ spirit in them. That's in, that tells you that. That's in the book of Jude, by the way. Don't make me go there, family. Y'all not listening to me right now. What's going on? I'm on the podcast. Y'all ain't listening. You need me to you need me to read it? Because I will. 
This is serious. And I don't know how else to tell you or how else to go about it. So. What I was saying about this human sitting in this chart with this depiction of the staff, the Kundalini, it's also called the Tet Pillar in Egypt, Kundalini in Sanskrit, right? The chakra system It's called the human chakra system. If you compare that to the Tesla coil, now look up the word Tesla coil, like a snake to coils. Look up the word Tesla coil and Google it. Get a look at the image of it and then look at the human chakra system. Compare them. They're the same damn thing. Now, in Egypt, we call in Egypt, the all seeing eye has names, right? They have the eye of Horus, the eye of Osa or Osiris. Another name for Horus is Heru. If you look at this all-seeing eye, this is the same eye that's when you split the brain, you see this same eye where the pineal gland, the pituitary gland, and the hypothalamus gland are. Those are the three pyramids of Giza that meet, or the three wise men. These are code names for your pineal gland, your pituitary, and your hypothalamus. Not a coincidence. That's why they align perfectly with Orion. Orion meaning heavenly sky. Also means Orion, the father, talking about Osiris. Another way to name Orion is Osiris, right? But when you look at this from a physical, biological point, the all-seeing eye in Egypt was called the Wadajet or the Udajet. Now, I did give you uh, this information when I did um, who was Lord Toth from the two or three part series I did. So if you want to hear more about that, refer back to that. I also talked about the gods of Egypt and all of that in the earlier podcast days I started Pharaoh Radio. So check it out. But if you were to break it down, each symbol that connects to the all-seeing eye, every symbol within it, the pupil, the part that's around it, the part that comes down, the part that curves, these are all body parts, but they all mean something different. But see, to the Illuminati, the dark Illuminati, because there's two sides to the Illuminati. Illuminati means the enlightened ones, the, the ones who are highly intelligent, the ones who are of the light. This is why in Freemasonry, you learn that when you get to a 32 to 33 degree Freemason, the God you really are serving is Lucifer. And they make Lucifer's doctrine or the Luciferian doctrine seem like Lucifer is the good guy. And Yahuwah or Yahweh or Jehovah or Jehovah is the bad one. Now, if you're reading the Gnostic Bible, you'll agree with that. If you're reading the regular Bible, you might disagree with that. But then some of you who read the Bible will disagree also because you'll say, well, wait a minute. How is God so mean in the Old Testament, but he's a different type of guy in the New Testament, which contradicts him being the same as yesterday, today and tomorrow? I'm not going to get into that right now, but I know how you think because a lot of you emailed me and told me and I've answered you personally about that. But anyway. Getting into this symbolism of this all-seeing eye, the Wadajet or Yudajet, parts of this eye mean smell, sight, thought, hearing, taste, and touch. These are your senses. These are the things that's in the very symbol of the all-seeing eye is in your, in your brain when you split it open. So how evil could it really be? You see, this is the good part of Egypt no one ever talks about. And if I told you, which I've said this and still maybe confuse a lot of you, I told you your Bible is nothing but an Egyptian book, the book of the dead. It's called Per M Her Haru, Per M Haru, coming forth by day or light. 
Greek call it the, ne the Necronomicon because it's the book of the dead. Everybody in that book is dead except a few. Elijah, Enoch, Ezekiel, Yahshua. All of them were taken. Everybody else died. Now, Philip was taken. We don't talk about Philip after he baptized the Nigerian. He was gone. <laughs> you ain't heard nothing else from Philip, right? But the point I'm trying to make is this, family. There's a lot of mystery in this book. And it's very accurate. You just have to decode it. You have to read it. Study it. Surface read it. Then, precept. Concept. All these precepts, allegory, and exegesis. I did a, I did a podcast called Precepts. Exegesis. Allegory. Look into it because I explain what that means. You need this Bible and compare it with everything. Stay in the doctrine. Even if it's been mistranslated in English, you got all these different versions of the Bible. Stay in the Bible. Search the scriptures. It tells you to search the scriptures. I gave you that the other day when I said search the scriptures. The Bible even says that. You'll say, well, where, J. Read it all? Where in, in the scriptures does it say to search the scriptures? It says it in your Bible, fam. But if you're asking me, if you're asking me what scripture is in, then you got to go to got to go to St. John chapter 5 verse 39. And St. John chapter 5 verse 39, we're going to close it with this says, "Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me." Meaning me as in Yahshua, because Yahshua is the whole volume of the book from beginning to end. Now, some of you have asked me this, and I'm going to close it with a thought for you, and I'll have to get to you on the next podcast. We will do questions and answers. So that's going to be either coming out. Uh, I know Sunday is the day it's supposed to come out, but Tuesday, February the 15th, will be question and answers. So be looking for that. Real quick, some of you have asked me, is Yahshua an angel? Is he God? Who is he? Because if he's in the volume of the entire book, you said in the Melchizedek series, Jerry did all that he had to go through the order of Melchizedek, which not a man could go through. But there's a priesthood of angels. I certainly did. That's in Hebrews chapter seven. You just known some of you today just found out that Daniel's really an angel. Even the name L. A lot of beings have L in their names. But what is that? What if I told you you guys were these these beings before you forgot who you were? Genesis chapter four, verse 26 tells us, then man began to call on the name talking about from Seth to Enosh. In that order, generations, man became forgetful and began to call on the name of the Lord. Why is it? Because before that, if you read Genesis chapter five, we read that there was a time of Adam, where he knew and remembered who he was. And the name of that name for Adam is Zakar Adam, which is in the Hebrew original translations. You may not find it in your King James book in English. We'll talk more about that in the next podcast. Family, it's that time. I know it's long podcast, but it was worth it. I hope you all got every bit out of it, what I enjoy giving. And there's so much more I didn't touch up on. Trust and believe that. I want to leave you all with this real quick. When you take the initials AI, we know it to mean what? Artificial intelligence. If you also are interested in that, 
the same letter A and I, you can make the word alien. And an alien is an artificial intelligence compared to man. Maybe not so much artificial, but definitely intelligent. Artificial mostly recognizes inanimate objects such as robots, but they can be consciously aware as well. So are they truly inanimate? No. Now take the same letters AI, you can get the word Antichrist out of it. Hmm. So is not the Antichrist who controls all of what we've been talking about alien and is also creating artificial intelligence? So his initials are in everything in front of you. AI, artificial intelligence, alien, and antichrist. I rest my case. I'm your boy, Jay Reed at All Family. It is a pleasure. Love you all. If you have any more questions, continue to email me. I will get to you all as soon as possible. I will be doing, again, the podcast of Q&A on Tuesday, February the 15th of this year. So definitely make sure you tune in for that. And look forward to it, family. It has been a pleasure. Y'all stay safe. Stay blessed. And as always, fam, I'm out. Peace and namaste.